Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Time to Rolls Campaign 1. This is episode 29. We're quickly encroaching on that episode 30. It's hard to believe we've been doing this for well over uh, well over half a year. Um, we do have a few things to get into really, really quick before we... Uh, um, uh, before we bounce into the story, I know we're starting a little late today. I'm try I always try to start around 7.30, but sometimes things run over. But uh, first things first is if you want to check out the merch, the this, the, this, no, this way, that one. Yeah. If you want to check out the merch store, go to .com. New stuff is being added all the time. Uh, and there's currently a sale going on right now. So if you want to use, I believe the code is JAN15. That's J-A-N-15, no spaces. That'll get you 15% off your entire purchase. Uh, that being said, uh, we do have a special, a few special guests today. Uh, and you'll be seeing them uh, in the story here fairly soon. I also want to let you know that Austin will not be making it tonight. Unfortunately, he has COVID. So uh, prayers up to you, buddy. Uh, best, best wishes, all that. Uh, hopefully you get better soon, and uh, hopefully you'll be back playing some uh, nerd shit with us. So, uh, I think that's it. You want to check out the podcast and stuff, you know where to find those links, and uh, we will, uh, let's just get right into the story, shall we? Um, do, 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 we gotta go to that scene. I wish I had more uh, uh, transitions, but I don't. I will be getting those eventually. I need, I need to get my freaking shears out so I can use my right hand. You're cutting off your right oh. hand? What? Keep my dice yeah. in a Furby bag. Look how fucking cute it is. Aww. So precious. <laughs> suppose I'll get rid of... Leo. I can't get this shit out of my throat, so... Well, hey, yo, what? Long, I, guess. I have hey, that yo. problem every once in a while, too. <laughs> oh, <God damn> it. <laughs> we're, we're live, bro. Jesus. Come on. <laughs> Welcome to the stream, everyone. Oh. Fine, no one's here yet. Yeah, Welcome to the stream. True. That's true. We just started. Okay. Welcome to the stream. I can't get this shit out of my throat. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Stop. <laughs> okay. Let me let me let me let me bring in some ambiance because we're in the middle of the fucking air. Um. Yeah. There. Are some nice casual wind breezes. Um. Okay. So. Uh. Just a little bit of a recap. Last we started, last we ended, uh, you guys were northward bound over uh, over the southern portion of Sylvania, heading towards Zane's home country of uh, of Ebrax. Um, there, Zane has some personal issues to attend to, as well as some uh, potentially, I don't know, some random shit to get into. Maybe new opportunities in in the in that technologically advanced. Uh, country. Um, but you guys are on, I believe we're on day three, morning three of your seven to ten day journey, depending on weather and things attacking you in the sky. Um, we are encroaching on the largest swamp in the world, which is the Sandosha Swamp, uh, where you guys are currently flying low, about a couple hundred feet above the ground, a lot lower than normal. Um, and you guys are on a slow ascent to get over the, the Sandosha Swamp. Um, the morning is yours. I believe we start, I believe the last, uh, survival check was, I can't remember who did it last. I know Zane did it first, first night or first day. I can't remember who did it second. Um, uh, it may have been Beep that did it, but he isn't here. So I'm I going to, was. I'm going to say... Um, 
Ori, go ahead and roll me a survival check on day three. Just to... Oh, oh no. Just It's just a click away. Just just to kind of gauge the skies, gauge the weather, just a general, like, keep keeping a lookout uh, and just gauging how the day is going to be. That's what the survival check is for. Uh, 25 25 yeah today is a pretty clear day uh the wind's blowing um as you as you're slowly ascending the wind's getting a little bit more intense but nothing too crazy to knock anybody off their feet or send them overboard uh and the third day unless you guys want to do anything on this specific day i know some of you were training some of you were um you know, creating things like Zane, you, you had, you have a whole, you had a whole list of stuff that you sent me that you're creating as with your whole artificer bullshit. Um, <laughs> uh, so if there's anything else you guys particularly want to do, uh, just let me know. If not, we can move on to the next night and into the next day. I'm good. Okay. Nope. Where, what's the captain doing? Uh, currently, uh, Captain Newgate is, you've actually seen him walk into his quarters and lock the door behind him, and currently his second mate, his or his first mate, his brother, uh, Alex, is steering the ship. Somebody roll a 1-100 for me, and I'm going to pick the number 86. I will, I will, I will roll it because, and I'm going to roll it in roll 20 because I want to see this. D one hundred, yeah, okay. Eighty six is the number. We'll see what you see. What we get, forty one. Okay. Nothing. Okay. You're not doing. You, you're. You're I'm not doing what my stupidity is thinking of doing. Oh, uh, you're old. Todd, you, Todd, you get advantage. I'm curious now. Oh, that's right. My God, I could stealth in there, and he'd never fucking know. Nope. No. Nope. <laughs> no, you won't. <laughs> Actually, he would know. He would know. Absolutely know. Your eyes. He's very high past the perception. Uh, but okay. Oh, well, this is no. I'm like, hold on here. I got it. Let's just uh, let's go ahead and play some background music as well. Oh, you got? Do you do you have a token for him? Who for? Uh, Ander. Oh, Ander. Yeah, he's he's at the wheel. Oh, does okay. he have? Does he have any other people on the ship that like are? assistance that oh yeah there's i mean he has he has a full 12-man crew uh mixing between um men women um of all different races yeah it literally kind of looks like it it reminds you of like what a like a ragtag pirate crew would be like i don't like that music necessarily let's do any twinkish style ones <laughs> that's great let's 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 roll for it that's a oh I <laughs> now see guess what I just fucking rolled natural one it says fuck in all caps yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. uh so no there is no twinkish uh uh that means yes there is no 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 hi I said I said hi in my higher low in my brain and I said hi so uh, no there is no twinkish uh people although uh the, I'd say the skinniest person on the ship is pro like in that range of what you're looking for is probably the first mate, but he's steer he's steering the ship. Actually, Thaddeus, roll, roll perception check for me. 
11. Okay, yeah. You would have, uh, DC was 10. You would have noticed a, uh, a very thick silver band on his left hand, on his left ring finger. Okay. <sighs> okay. Uh, so, uh, anything else you guys want to do on this day, or can we, I mean, I think we already established, uh, who's doing the training, or he's doing the training? I'm training with Vaten. Uh, what was a Vaten? I'm probably doing training. something. Okay. Spear training with Vaten. That's right, that's right. Okay, you, yep. you're, you're spear training with your trident, correct? That's the, uh, that's the goal? Yep. Okay. Oh, uh, shit. Just... Okay, well, uh, third day goes by without any issue, fourth night comes up. Um, do me a favor... I'm going to say, because I know Vaten's on top deck, uh, Vaten, roll me a perception check, just in general. Eighteen. Um, no, tonight is a very clear night. You see the stars up in the sky. You see um, see the moon nice. And it's probably in a, uh, it's like in a half waning uh, position. Um, and uh, fairly bright out. Nothing too crazy going on. Uh, but this is as we're entering into the swamp. You do feel a bit of a... Um, a bit of a chill coming up from the earth. At this point, you guys are quite high in the air. Um, but you do feel this weird... Underdraft... Or updraft coming up that is uh, from, the, from beneath the boat. That is... Uh, um, that is kind of cold and it, you being a lizard folk uh makes you a little uncomfortable being just just randomly having a blast of kind of chilled air out of nowhere but yeah i'm gonna yeah. bundle up a little bit tighter and yeah um or he grows more for <laughs> just puffs up like a um, like a stray cat in winter his winter coat yeah um, is there, obviously there's, uh, is the first mate still, uh, uh, steering the ship? At this point in the night, yeah, he's, it's starting to just get dark where people are starting to retire to the cabin and it, the, he's still, he's still up there. You've been observing the last couple of nights and from the night that, uh, and from the time that you had traveled on the, the airship prior, you get the sense that these, that the brothers switch off alternating between who's who dr who dr steers the ship during the day and who steers it during the night um in this case you get the sense that the actual captain is is the nighttime captain so you probably going to be switching up here pretty soon okay um well i guess it doesn't really matter um because i will go up to whoever is there right this second and uh um First mate, this one feels an unnatural cold. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, that's uh, that's just a byproduct of flying over this damn swamp. Uh, the earth, or I guess the ground itself, gets chilled by the water, and it there's there's a constant breeze that goes over that swamp. It's kind of creepy. Uh, but it's it's constantly chilly and constantly just kind of not very fun, and it constantly blows wind up, and it's it's always a cold flyover. But it is it is the fastest way to get to Ebrax, so we're going over it. And this is expected. Uh, within expectations. Uh, not this cold though. 
it is it is slightly uh, slightly a bit more. Um, I'll go ahead and produce flame in my hand and just kind of like use it to warm myself up a little bit. Okay. The, uh, and walk away. Okay. Uh, and after you walk away, probably no sooner than 15, 20 minutes later, you see the captain, uh, Captain Newgate walk out of his quarters and kind of stretch and pass off the, re- he gets the reins passed off to him by his brother and his brother goes up underneath the, into his cabin and, uh, assumedly falls asleep. Um, but, uh, the night goes off without pretty, without real issue that, that, that create, uh, flame, the, the flame that you created definitely keeps you warm enough that it's not like there's nothing, nothing's going to really affect you in a way that is going to be damaging. Um, but the next day comes, uh, and at this point we've kind of really, uh, we, we've, passed over the swamp we're getting we're just starting to enter into the swamp and we're probably a good 10 miles into it uh and uh then the morning comes uh i'm gonna say let's go ahead and have uh would elka be under uh under deck still or would elka be coming up and she doesn't really go on top deck if she if she can't if she doesn't have to she won't be on top Okay, uh, well then, I'm going to say, let's go with Thaddeus. Uh, do me a favor and roll a survival check for me. Eight. <laughs> uh, it, okay. Uh, do me a favor and uh, roll a uh, roll a d6 for me. Can you do it on... <laughs> oh yeah, that's right, you have a broken arm. Um, okay. <laughs> Not one of the bad rolls. Uh, you guys feel a anybody who's on top deck you feel a rush of incredibly cold air like vaten it's even colder than the night before but you're in midday it's the sun's coming down like there's normally warm turns into almost like an arctic blast coming up from below um uh That's true, by the way, in the chat. Vaten and Elka yeah, don't see each I other mean, during the trip unless Vaten or Elka decide to come up or go down. Um, but it's like an Arctic blast. It's literally uh, just out of nowhere. And it kind of sways the ship in a way that is unnatural. Uh, and immediately the captain, he uh, who, who's, uh, who's still on helm, kind of like looks around and just... That shit! And he immediately starts to descend. Uh, I'm going to need... I'm going to say, Zane, roll me a perception check. I can do... Four. <laughs> you are cold. Uh, I mean, I, I like... It's such a shit roll. Um, <laughs> it's really bad, yeah. Yeah, it's real bad. Um, yeah, you see the captain kind of like... Shh, Immediately, he just tie yourself down, and immediately, as he says that, just a massive gush of like really cold air slams the side of the boat. And uh, I'm gonna need whoever's on top deck. I'm gonna need you to roll a dexterity saving throw, please. Ooh. Where am I on top deck? All right, that's up to you. Are you on top deck? 
Uh, where's my token at? I don't know. Uh, that's a good question. Uh, your token is on the piano. Well, then I'm on the top deck. All right, yeah, well, 19. 19, okay. 12 on the deck. Okay. What are we rolling? Dexterity saving throw, please, and thank okay, you. I think I can do that. Is that a go? There we go. 11. Uh, it's a left-handed roll. Bullshit. 20. Uh, Alara, do me a favor and roll one as well. You're on, or I assume you're yeah. chilling with uh, Ori. 15? Okay. Anybody who rolled underneath a 14, uh, so Va it would be Vaten and uh, Thaddeus. I also need the captain to roll one. Okay, he's fine. Um, you are immediately knocked prone and sent to your immediate left 10 feet. Um, and as that happens, Captain Newgate hangs onto the, 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 the helm really hard and he just yells, fucking elementals. And he s tries to jam the wheel as hard as he can to the right. And immediately as that happens, I rolled a four on the D six for Thaddeus. Um, you see this swirling ice, ice energy shoot up from the, from below and just immediately kind of like pause, look at the ship. It's almost in like a weird swirling hum humanoid form but just pure ice and it floating in the air and just shoots off towards the west leaving the ship alone you guys have had a lot of close calls first night the dragon this this time the the literally the one the one roll on the on the d6 that was non-combat uh like a sky police or something to like walk make sure this stuff like never happens <laughs> it's the wild wild skies of Amrail. that's that's not a thing um a wild west up here it literally yeah. i mean this world is literally that the sky jungle sky jungle you just gotta have some fucking faith <laughs> <laughs> it's not getting us anywhere we almost died twice <laughs> we're going to tahiti <laughs> what's tahiti Never heard of it. Um, okay. So, uh, fourth, I, I mean, unless you guys want to do anything in retaliation to this crazy humanoid shape force of nature, uh, then the <clears throat> fourth day, other than that, goes off without really any issue. No, I'm good. Okay, if we're just passing by, yeah. we should be good. Uh, I would say I would say Captain Newgate would like immediately hold his hand up and flip it off. Um, get the get the sense that this might not be the first time he's dealt with something like that. Um, but fourth day goes out goes on without any issue, um, and uh, the night comes. Fatin, you notice with your with your high passive perception, you notice that the. Uh, Nothing, nothing in the air. Just kind of an eerie feeling overall. Uh, you do sense like you're being watched from the kind of watched from the ground. Even though you're a couple thousand feet up in the air, you just kind of feel like eyeballs are on the ship nonstop. Um, but the night goes by without much issue. 
until around dawn you wake up. Um, do me a favor. I'm going to I'm going to have I'm going to roll twice myself, one for the lookout and one for the first mate. I'm going to need Vaten to roll a perception check. Corgan, if you are in... Uh, oh. oh! You are dead asleep. Natural one. Uh, Corgan, if you're in cocked. the stream, give, me a, give us a number between 1 and 100, please. Oh my god. Okay, uh, my 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 rolls were not bad. Um, immediately, you're gonna hear the the lookout kind of whisper down, not whisper, but kind of quietly talk down to the first mate and say, "Hey, Alex, there's there's something below, almost like smoke." And I would say this probably would wake you up, Vaten, uh, since you would probably be sitting somewhere near the crow's nest uh, of the ship. Um, yeah. But immediately as you wake up, you do see this kind of like. Actually, you don't see it. You rolled a nat one. Um, uh, I just <laughs> remembered that. Uh, you just kind of are looking around, trying to see what they mean. As far as you know, whatever smoke they're seeing is could just be clouds. Um, but immediately the first man's just like, somebody go go wake my brother up. Um, if it's just essentially me, the, um, lookout and him on deck, I will go ahead and start making my way towards the, um, captain's quarters. Okay. So, I'm which just, are in the floor, right? Uh, it's actually underneath the, the helm. You're going, you're, you're oh, walking okay. towards where your friends are actually. Um, uh, I will go ahead and. God, 52. <laughs> Um, okay. You knock on the door. Oh. And immediately the captain kind of just, you, you hear him just, uh, just fucking laid down. What? Your brother requests your presence. God. This one does not know what is happening. Okay, god damn it. Alex, you say you see sing fairies one more goddamn time. And he Did just kind of... He just, you just, you just hear him kind of shuffle around, assumedly putting on pants, uh, and immediately opens up the door and like looks up. What? Um, hey, dude, uh, look over the side, and okay, and you just, you just see the captain Newgate just kind of walk over and like look down. Hey, uh, Vaten, come over here and look at this. I will do so. Um, sorry, I get a phone call that is actually important for once. Um, yeah. Okay. Follow and I'll take a look. Okay. If you need to take a phone call, go for it. Uh, I got like two minutes before I have to Okay, gotcha. Call back, gotcha, so. gotcha, gotcha. Um, uh, does that look like a campfire to you? And he points down, and there's like this little with your passive perception going past your natural one now. Um, with your passive perception, you see this like little, uh, like bright light 
in the like on the ground a couple thousand feet below it literally looks like a candlelight from that far away um but you do see almost like an unnatural pillar of smoke shooting way up into the air and starting to actually encroach on the level of airspace that you guys are at coming and seemingly coming from that little light at the bottom this one recognizes fire yes yeah but it's in the swamp who's uh, uh do me a favor roll, roll perception check real quick because you may need a higher roll 13 we'll base it off your like it's your own like ass but we'll base it off your 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 uh you don't really notice it. We'll see the captain does. Captain rolled an eighteen, um, which is plus six. No, plus five for his. For, no, what is perception? Oh God, no, it's plus plus eleven. Okay, uh, he rolled a twenty nine. Um, uh, he looks down. Does it kind of look like? three levels like almost like a sos like a three like a smoke signal almost this one does not notice okay. but there are magics that can do that yeah and i'll kind of like produce flame in my hand and pulse it up and down a bunch okay alex why don't we i i just have a hunch let's just Let's go down and check. Ugh. And Alex, are, are, are you sure? That swamp's dangerous, man. Yeah, I, yeah, let's do it. So immediately you'll feel the ship just kind of like shift downwards, descending very fast. Uh, do me a favor and go wake up your group. It's er, er, close enough in the morning that should be fine. Very well. Now we'll go ahead and knock on doors and wake people up and okay. as all of you wake up I mean it's up to you if you want to heed to Vaten's call um, but for anyone that does decide to wake up you are gestured out onto the top deck by Vaten to see a Captain Newgate kind of like already tying a rope around his waist and like really trying to look down into the swamp with his eyes. And all of you, I mean, I don't know who's still sleeping and who's who's coming up to the top. That's up to you guys. I figured I would top. wake up and go up top. Okay. I'm up there as well. Same. Yeah, I'm sleeping under the piano or next to the piano. Okay. I'm awake. I'm on Ori's head. <laughs> okay. Of you, course. All of you start to see this pillar of smoke going like almost like three really long columns but in a row and it's like almost in a rhythm and as you're descending, the captain's like, you might want to tie yourself down. This place gets a little bumpy. And you slowly, as as the ship descends, um, Ralvin, 
you uh you see you're you see a um probably for the first time in a very long time uh you see a vessel slowly f descending you see it you, what t turned in front to look like an ant up in the sky slowly turned into this massive hundreds of feet long airship and it's slowly descending it's probably about 600 feet in the air at this point above you. All right, yeah, so I step outside I, my little shack and I've got I from what everybody can see I'm a humanoid but in like these just covered in black rags. You can't really see what kind of person it is. And I, I step outside and I'm dancing <laughs> back and forth and uh, I can't really talk to you guys yet but I'm waving my arms and going fucking crazy. Let's, uh... Let's go back up. <laughs> oh. Why? Why? Is he key? No, we've got to help him. He clearly the needs it. The question is if he has cheese. There's a crazy homeless man down there. Is his name so Shrek? No, he's not dangerous. Then good. Go down and steal what he has of cheese. Then, how far, how far away are we? You're descending at about fifty feet every five seconds, so about ten feet a second. Um, are, are we within like yelling distance? I mean, at this point, yeah, you're probably around at this point around four hundred ish feet above. And immediately, as soon as and I know it's and like Captain Newgate just kind of looks down at him. He looks a bit ragged, huh? little bit. I'm gonna start screaming. Oh, dropped your friend. Please come get me. And I'm just going fucking crazy. You have cheese. No. <laughs> no! What cheese? Well, Are you dangerous? We should just toss him over the ship. Then he's yeah. worthless. I agree. <laughs> He's out here. He's out here. Wait, wait, There's wait. no cows here. Wait. Or they get him on the ship and throw him off. You know, I was, my, mother, my mother tossed me in a creek when I was a child, and I and said, that... I could find Ori. And now you don't have to drown anymore. Can I practice scrambling brains? Let's get him aboard. I can practice scrambling brains. No, but he's scrambling any brains. Are we really going to keep your hey, uh, hey, trauma uh, at some point? Alex. Go back up. Go back. Ascend. No! No! Go down! Go down, Alex! Ever since the, like, the lady witch took me and I've come back, I've really been on some nefarious shit. <laughs> Where'd you learn that word? Did um, the which one? You? Which one? Nefarious or shit? <laughs> which one's nefarious? You learned that. We Everyone here says shit a lot. <laughs> Nefarious is a huge word for me. I'm proud of you. Thanks. I'm going to draw my there. weapon at Alex and I'm going to go, Alex, land the ship now or I'll scramble your brain. Captain Udgate's going to grab your rapier. He's going to make a strength check. He just threatened his brother. Yeah, no, he's That's a natural 20. On the strength oh, check. Fuck. Well, my day sucks. <laughs> so that's a uh, plus. It's a. Thaddeus gets thrown overboard. 
Uh, he doesn't. He doesn't mean it. So it's just. It's, it's a twenty-nine strength. As Ori's saying that, your rapier, snap, breaks in half. No. That was. Don't funny. worry, I have a spare. That was my magical wand. You can use my club if you want. Well, we are going. To, we can get it fixed. And Captain Newgate's gonna walk up to you. As the, mind you, as the ship's still descending, you got this, you got this crazy guy down there screaming and just dancing around. Um, Captain Newgate's gonna look you dead in the eyes. If you ever point your weapon at my brother or my crew again, I'm tossing you off at four thousand feet. And for this ride. No, you and aren't. I said, pick, pick him up. By him. I haven't received Captain? a. I haven't Captain? received a single dime or a single gold. Captain, Captain. Do you want a gold? Are you? Uh... Do you sleep, we, Captain? We paid by helping you get away. Mm. But being a voice, just go away. I think breaking his weapon was unnecessary. I'll fix it. I'll fix it. I, I'll uh, fix it. You know, or you do a lot of unnecessary things. I'll fix the weapon. Just get us down there. No, I don't. Fine. You owe me an apology, you <laughs> bastard. He looks you have I mean, wine you, with me. You did threaten his brother. I don't think an apology is necessary. There's a man stranded down there. I'm trying just, to help he, he a just, fellow person. He just okay, maybe we all came on too strong. He just stares. He, he, he just stares holes through you, Thaddeus, as he walks over to the side. Hey, are you okay oh, down I'm, there? So I'm full of holes. I can. I'm recognizing you guys are arguing and not necessarily like going to. Not sure if you're going to save me or not. So I scream out loud. Are you friends of the the city the of Ebrax? What the damn? Who the hell are you? <laughs> what he called me? I I am a friend. Please just pick me up. I need to know your name first. My name's Chuck. Oh sweet. What the? Chuck. Chuck, Chuck you off the ship. <laughs> no, Chuck him on to the ship. He's been, Larry? He's been lost forever. Get him on here. My surname is is Noland, and I am nobility. I've been lost in the swamp for twenty five years. So long I've been here by myself, surviving. I'm. Why I, didn't I, you just walk out? Yeah, just stop being an orphan. I did it. I was unable what? to leave. <laughs> That's not what. <laughs> Are you an orphan? <laughs> No, I'm a, a part of a noble family, and I, I know you. That shit too, but it's not true. Are we meeting all these nobles? I, I'm part of a noble family, and I'm a freaking orphan. Yeah, I mean, Jesus Christ! Just get him on the boat. <laughs> wait, wait! Is I'm he not like... an orphan. Are you noble? I, I'm from a noble family. Yes, from so the city of Ebrac. Just country. Si si yeah, country. Yes. Uh, send it's been a long time, Chuck. Si it's okay. City, city it's, a, it's a country <laughs> now? It it's is. always been a country. Do you know Ringling 
Chuck, Chuck's, a little, Chuck's a little I, out of his mind. He's been gone for a long time. Honestly, 45 years is it much? I mean, it's a pretty long time for a human. Captain, 25 years uh, is longer than this one has been alive. Yes. Oh, you're Captain, still a baby. I hate to say this, like Alara. but I enjoy saying it. I'm right, you little fucker. He just looks you dead in the eyes. Throws a rope ladder over the edge. <laughs> you can climb up that, right? Again. <laughs> yeah. I start dancing again and I climb up the rope. Make a dexterity check. pull out my rapiers just in case. Just to like, not like to be menacing, just to like hold them. Chuck, make oh, a dexterity yeah. check for me as you're this climbing up this ladder. He's dancing, he's doing the Vogue. Welcome to the party, buddy. This is how this shit works. Them. <laughs> I rolled a ten. That was the DC. Oh good. <laughs> so that was close. You, you forgot to climb ladders. Give him advantage. <laughs> that would give him disadvantage technically, but you know. Um, so. Oh yeah. You're, you're, you're able to. Yeah, Chuck, you're able to climb up the a... ladder fairly well. Uh, All right. But so I, I kind of come up onto the deck. And I'm all in black, tattered robes. I've got a hood over my head, and I've got a black shawl covering my face. So all you can really see is my eyes. Um, my hands are, like, completely worn down and almost anorexic, bony-looking. Um, I almost look like a skeleton of a figure. Thank you, thank you so much for rescuing me and I take my hood off and I've got like straw um gray hair I'll almost no like it's it's missing out in patches on my head um I kind of look like in Monty Python the the bridge keeper that asks the questions three <laughs> like I am I am beat up um and uh I, I say oh so my my name is Chuck, and I'm from the city of Ebrax, and and oh, I've been here for so many years, and thank you for picking me up. Do you have any real food? Oh, I've I can't. You'll see. Alara's gonna like fairly haul ass down Ari's where he's back, <laughs> like literally looking like a feral rat, just tippy tapping. And she's gonna run up to him and whip out this fucking block of cheese out of her like shirt and be like. You know, you can have this. I've never told anybody, but it's all a lie. I always have cheese on me at all times. You I just ask you. My eyes go crazy. Give me two numbers between 1 and 100, please. Corrigan, oh give me God. two numbers between 1 and 100. My eyes go huge, and I, I hold my shawl out, and I, I reach under the shawl, and I eat it, and my eyes go huge, and I just fall on the ground. You know, I never met someone else that's so emotional over this precious I, thing like me. You just see I'm him? crying. Yeah, what? You, you uh you see a Chuck, just so you're aware of, of, of what Alara looks like. You you just like as as you grab this cheese, not even aware of like what she looks like, not caring what she looks like. Now that you're on the ground, like kind of crying crying, you just see this tiny little like pinkish goblin girl just staring down at you just ragged as hell herself uh and just like cheese <laughs> oh wilson Oregon loves it so much oh my god well my name's Alara, and down. we can be friends now and that giant ass minotaur 
That's Uri. That's my best friend in the whole world. He Please always takes care of me. Please stop telling people my name. Shut up. <laughs> Excuse it's me. It's I'm true. Just completely out of it and just like unconsolable on the ground right now, crying oh. and then like holding my head. Okay. Um, All right. That's uh. That that I think we I think you can go now. Where's that ladder? You want to go okay. back? Okay. Ori, okay. Ori, Ori. I'm going to do something. Okay, what are you going to do? I'm going to hand him a little vial and say, drink this, young man. Drink this. This will heal you and make you feel better. I'm going to grab that out of his hands and throw it on the ground. Make a dexterity check, Elka. Uh, Thaddeus, do me a favor. Also, make a... Uh, I'm going to say make a strength check to see if you can keep it in your hands. Uh, 21. Oh, damn it. She's going to kick my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Yeah, no, uh, with a, I forgot you have a negative one in, in strength. Um, uh, damn. yeah, uh, you, you're the, the, as you go to like, pop the cork a little, you like, as your hand's touching the cork, Elka just out of fucking nowhere, like a shot of lightning, just zips in and grabs the bottle and throws it on the ground away from, uh, away from the new person in, uh, on the ship. Uh, and Chuck, you're just like, just sobbing uncontrollably right now, right? Like just, yeah. just, yeah. Incons Chuck, there's a bowl um, of liquid next to you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull out, I still have, um, a water skin with uh one more like dose or whatever of the water of life oh yeah um, shit i forgot about those <laughs> so i'm gonna i'm gonna hand that to him and say here's uh some water of life uh okay yeah i can hold it um i inspect it oh should i do like i'll do a perception check or something to uh, try to I'm going to say roll a, um, we're going to say either Arcana or, uh, we'll Arcana or oh. Nature. All right, I'll go with Arcana. Oh my god, a one plus eight, I got a nine. It, you, you inspect it, you can't really tell if it's magical or not, but you sniff it, it smells like mm -hmm. water, there's nothing, it just smells like water, you know? I... This is all a dream. You you guys aren't even here right now. It, how do I know you guys are even even real? I'm gonna walk up and backhand him. <laughs> or he pinches him. I'm um, gonna walk away and start playing the piano. I'm pissed. <laughs> before I'm check. gonna try to I'm gonna try to hold on to the vial. Sixteen. Oh yeah, you're you're playing just fine. Yeah, that's pretty good. Okay, I only rolled a yeah, I I rolled a five. So when I get backhanded, I dropped the vial. I don't know if it broke or uh, not. It's a water skin, so it's 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 a leather okay. water skin. So yeah, it just stumbles to the ground. Okay. And the captain just kind of like looks down at you. All right, and he come he reaches down, grabs the skin, looks at you. All right, come on now, let's let's get you up. And he like this. Man, he's probably around six foot four, six foot five. 
uh, burly looking human. Uh, he just mm. walks up, grabs you by your arm, and doesn't necessarily look like the strongest. Probably strong, but not like superhuman strength. I'm so sorry. Sorry, Chuck. Um, that's a 14 plus... Uh, Plus nine, so that's a, it's a 23 on the strength check. He grabs you by your arm and lifts you up off your feet from the ground. I don't resist. And just, he's like, oh, oh uh, so, sorry. Um, Put you down. Listen, I don't know who you are. I really don't care. Clearly, you're in a bad situation down there. I'm the captain of this ship. Why don't you drink some water? And if it makes you feel better, he pops it open and sips a little bit, a little bit of him, himself. Hands it. I, I don't know what this does, and he kind of feels a jolt from drinking that water. I would drink this. Okay. I'm just gonna tap I'll... him on the like the captain on the shoulder and kind of like motion away quick. <laughs> okay, he he follows you. Um, okay, so we gotta take I... this guy with us. Okay. I uh, pull my shawl down reflexively, and you guys all see my face for the first time. And where my nose was is just a hole in my face. Like, I have ze no nose, and it's all dark. And I am incredibly grotesque. Like, I'm human. Like, a, a regular old man human, but just, like, my nose is completely gone. And I swig the healing what was it healing water it's uh it's water of life from uh life. but so you drink that what is the description on that what's the equivalent of the health potion is that d10 mousy it's on, like, in the I description? It, was three D10s. it was uh a d12 a d12 okay you heal well you're already full health but yeah. You heal the equivalent, your body itself, the very vitality of your body heals a full 12. I just rolled a 12 on that D12. Um, and as you drink it, you immediately feel rejuvenated. Uh, you feel your your muscles that were once atrophied start to like, even though they're not there entirely anymore, whatever's left rejuvenates. And you feel strength that you haven't had in a while. Um the skin on your bones kind of like clears up a little bit. Um, the the grayness of your skin turns into more of a pale, uh, a little bit a little bit more flushed uh, skin color. You're gaining a little bit. Your your vitality and its in itself was boosted by drinking this water. It's almost like drinking it for for energy boost. It's literally like drinking like four shots of espresso. Just it hits you right away. So as the shawl is like pulled down. Um, you hear a squeal. Everyone around me hears a squeal. And because it's like bringing more life to my body, you see a giant spider crawl out of my nose where my nose would be. And it crawls across my face to the back of my head and into my hair. And I go, no, Wilson, it's okay. It's just helping me. It's, it's all right. It's okay. I would really appreciate, though, everybody. I'm sorry. I know I'm so grotesque looking. I, 
I've been alone for so long, and there's so many horrible things in the swamp. And, and we'll, oh, geez, I, yeah, I would really appreciate it if I could just go downstairs. Sleep and, oh, are you, where are we headed? Where I really, really need to go. Way to Ebrex. Oh, good. I must see my wife, and I need to know what happened to my family. Again. <laughs> yes. Yeah, or he, uh, or he uh, puts his hand in front of uh, you and uh, takes it away, and his thumb is now between his index finger and middle finger, and he'll say, uh, "Got your nose." <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> so Zane, we'll just say that you had the conversation with uh, with Ander. <laughs> He walks over, he's, hey, um, all right, let me have someone show you to a clean bed, and, um, let me see here. Someone give this man some rations, food, something, just something to put some more meat on his bones. I, I immediately, uh... spare clothing for him as well? Not really, we don't really keep, other than our own... I mean, I may have some a, a better robe or a better shawl you could put over, but that's about it. Sure, he would like to wear something uh, fresh or fresher. No, that's uh, that could be arranged, I suppose. Yeah. So all of a sudden, this uh, the uh, the cabin girl. Uh, she's a little dwarf, uh, little dwarf girl, probably around. Oh, 80, 90, 100 years old. Uh, pretty young for a dwarf. Uh, she walks up. She's a nice, long, blonde hair. A uh, little bit of stubble on her face. Uh, she's, hey, uh, I can take you downstairs. Follow me. <laughs> uh, just grab her hand. It's all right, darling. We'll take, we'll take care of you. And she just, like, slowly... Walks you underneath into the uh, the cabin. Um, immediately, Captain New gets. Can I go back to sleep? Um. Are you well, asking? Could we say no? You you know how to get to Senva, right? It, Alex has got it for the next hour. I just I, I need I need to stay cognizant whenever we get into Ebrax. You know why. I don't know why. Yeah. Captain, have you fixed my rapier yet? I thought... No, I will fix it! I thought... When we get to Ebrax? Do, do you need me to tuck you in? No, no, I'm fine. Are you thirsty, Captain? Okay, well, I'll be here. Also, Captain, before you go to sleep, uh, you will probably get paid very well for getting that man back there. Music to my ears. All right. And he'll... Uh... He'll wander off into bed. I, don't have a, I just realized I don't have a token for the first mate, but that's fine. Um, that's my, uh, captain, my captain, our vehicle trip is done. But with the new, uh, we'll we'll say new member to the uh, to to the to the boat, uh, you guys probably with a little bit of a, a little bit weary of them. For those that Zane, you're really the only person who knows who this guy is. 
um, given your connection. Um, I'd say the day goes by without any real issue. Um, I'm going to say, actually, uh, I'm going to roll and I'm going to roll survival check for beep. The dice says, fuck. <laughs> so, um, that's a natural one for good old beep. Uh, oh God, I just rolled a natural one for my encounters. All right. Uh, since I don't want to roll, um, because <laughs> I'm rolling like shit, uh, yeah, Alara, do me a favor. Roll a d4 for me. <laughs> a one. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Another fuck. Okay. Well, well heck. The, Sorry, I'm going to say, just for the sake of uh, rests are in order, um, no, the day, primary, most of the day goes by without much issue going into the oh, fifth night. Um, okay. Um, Do I have, can I go grab a bottle of wine? Yeah. Okay. Nobody yeah. look at my underwear when I stand up. Should you be drinking? Well, Are you on any medication you shouldn't be uh, drinking with? I am not on any pain medication. I refused pain medication. Okay. Just, just, just gonna keep yes. it on this screen until until Todd stands up. All right. Oh wait, I wanted to see his. Well played. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yep. Glad. Yep. Glad I. Uh, glad I. Glad I put it on that yeah. screen. All right. Uh, Switched over just in time. Some cool underwear. Yeah. Some cool underwear. Was that SpongeBob? Your pain really tells. Blurred his butt out a little bit. So I think it. Went <laughs> oh on. man. It lives in a pineapple under the sea. God damn it. Okay. <laughs> Todd, if you can hear me, warn me before you come back on the screen, motherfucker. Um, okay, so uh, the day goes by without much issue. However, Jackson, if you whine at me one more time, dog. Sorry. It's a good day. He's, a, he's been so bad today. <laughs> um, you guys hear a as as you're ascending. Uh, you hear a almost like a bird squeal, like a like a crow, just and you see a flock of black winged birds flying up at the ship at a very rapid pace. Um, I'm going to need. Well, first off, we're going to see if we avoid... We do not avoid. Um, we just get bird-striked. Uh, so... Um, Are we going full-on Sully here? Uh, yeah, that's what we're doing. Um, so, immediately... The captain's just like, Shit! Birds! And, and, like, tries to steer out of the way. And immediately like four or five birds when you see them they look small from far away but these birds are every bit of like three to four feet in wingspan just kind of big birds and they smack into the the left engine of the uh 
of the skyship. And immediately, Zane, you hear, poof. Um, immediately, the captain's like, fuck, hold on. And uh, I'm going to need anybody who's on the top deck. So that'd be Ori, Alara, Zane, Thaddeus, he's not here, and Vaten. Because I assume. Technically, was up. And, and Elka. When, yeah. Um, and basically, actually, everybody but Chuck, because Chuck's underneath. Uh, roll a dexterity saving throw for me. There we go. That's a little bit better. <laughs> 14. 13. 14. Wow. Many 14s. Much damage to be had. Um, Maybe we'll just name our group four teens. Brother, I got a nod. <laughs> okay. So not fourteen anymore. Anybody right, who oh, fifteen. So it, it, no, the DC eighteen. The, so <laughs> the DC was sixteen. Oof. Um so basically everybody but they other so anybody other than Vaten roll above sixteen. Okay. Um yep. You feel the you feel the ship start to go down suddenly, uh, and like one side starts to tilt more than the other because of the lack of the engine on the left. Um, I'm I'm going to. Um, is there a way to like? He makes it. How do I describe this? Um, is there a way to be like safely? Actually, I guess first question to ask is how how what's the diameter of these engines? Um, about diameter, about thirty feet. They're pretty big. Okay. Um. Okay, then I'm gonna. And is there a way for me to like stand on it? Um. So yes. So I'll ping it. I have a dog licking my left my right arm because he is wanting to go out of my room but i'm not going to allow him to do that um so it's this up here it's it's the reactor it's the actual physical you see it you you would have seen it you can't see it on this map view um but the um uh it's a blueish crystal that has been lit uh lit ablaze uh by magical energy and the birds smacking into that at the at the speed at which you're going for made the crystal not function anymore you if you, you see like you can see like uh mm. a little bit of smoke coming off of it like there's there's a little device that um uh there's a little device at the bottom that's smoking a little bit you put pants on wow hmm? so yeah but yeah you could walk Wait. out you could in okay. theory walk out here and immediately the captain's is like you might want to hold on but before we do that um I'm the the deck saves uh beat failed uh i rolled for thaddeus thaddeus saves so thaddeus is good um <laughs> uh all of you that failed you are immediately lunged to the left uh very hard very fast um and you guys get slammed into the side rail of the ship would i where are you? The mid deck? <laughs> like, 
middle of the deck. Oh yeah, this it's a, it's a full on tilt to the side, like slam uh, to the how side. How tall is the railing? About five feet. So your whole body's just getting smacked against it. It's not like uh like it's it's um solid. It's right? a it's, it's a separate. solid wood it's a solid wooden rail. Yeah, it's a solid okay. wooden side of the boat. Um, but it's, oh, not gonna, it's not gonna break with like a five hundred pound. Uh, oh, thanks, oh, thanks here. for thanks for reminding me. Oh, um, Jesus. Uh, so you guys take. I hope, oh, I hope Ori up. doesn't roll over top of anybody. It's a great point. Um. Okay. Well, Ori was already uh, kind of far left, so. Uh, you know. guys, you guys take those who failed take nineteen points of bludgeoning damage as you get smacked into the side railing. Alara, are you are you still on the ground? Or are you on Ori's horns? Uh, Ori was already kind of on the far left against the rail. Would he still take that damage? Uh. I'm going to say half it. Um, okay. Uh, yeah. For you, uh, Alara, with your dexterity saving throw, being on top, are you? That's why I'm asking you. Are you on the deck or are you in Ori's horns? No, I was on the deck the whole time. Okay. Stan, you would also take half. Uh, Elka, um, where were you? You would have been on the side as well, right? Like, like half a night. Yeah, out. Half of nineteen, so yeah. So anybody who's near ten points of bludgeoning damage instead of nine. As you get slammed at really fast speeds uh, into that, uh, Alara, you rolled what a nine, right? Um, you are able to catch yourself against it but you being so light and the free fall happening so fast now that you guys are all against this deck ori i need you to roll another dex check for me um and alara being how light you are i'm also gonna need you to roll another deck i'm gonna need you to roll dex check not a save and i'm going to need to play some uh we're gonna play some music I kind of came back in the middle of that. Did I? I rolled that is take damage. Uh, dex no. check or save. Dex check. Uh, Twenty-one. Twenty-one and a thirteen. Alara. Okay, DC was fourteen. Uh, we're free falling right now. Um. <laughs> um okay. Now, Vaten, what did you want to do? Okay. Um, I was going to do something, but seeing Alara fall, I'm immediately, um, calling my wildfire spirit, um, getting it to fly out to her. Okay. Yeah. I'll... Um, and teleport back. Alara, as, as it's free fall, as the ship is sort of free falling down and it's like gliding to the left hard. Um, Ori, you're able to brace yourself and somehow the side railing stays in check with your, with your full body weight leaning against it. However, Alara, you just see her, just barely out of your reach, start to get, like, floated up into the air, and she just kind of, like, whoop, over the side, uh, free-falling. Uh, can Ori try to catch her? She's a little too far away from you, and if you tried to move, you would also be jutted, jetted off the ship. So, 
you could try, uh, but you would also be free falling with her. Um, but when um, you do see, I send my wildfire spirit. You do see Vaten start to spark up his wildfire spirit, and it takes form of a of a newt with wings, right? Like that's kind of the idea. Yeah. You you see, and immediately this like as you like go to think about reaching for Alara, this this uh, this flamed being just shoots down towards uh, shoots down towards Alara, flying at max speed. What is it, what is its speed? Um, that is a darn good question. Fly speed is thirty. Triple um, that because you are free falling. That was not what I was after. Um, one second, I'm trying to. Um, and I gave it a 30 foot kind of head start by casting it at the edge of the range. So, um, so it's so 90 feet because you're tripling it because of the free fall. Alara, you're falling at um, terminal velocity, which is. Uh, which is your speed, I believe, times four, if I remember correctly. I'd have to look it up real quick, but... Rip. Terminal velocity 5e. Uh, okay, so for D&D players, a... Falling human reaches terminal velocity after about six seconds. Uh, since Alara, you are quite literally the quarter of a human, you would reach terminal velocity in a quarter of that. So in about a second and a half, you you reach terminal velocity because it, I believe it's the smaller you are, the faster you fall. Uh, at least that's how I think that's how it works in D and D. Um, um, like that's not how it works in real life. I know. I was gonna say. <laughs> well, oh no, it is the opposite. So, Alara, you you do take a little bit shorter time. I misread it. You take a little shorter time to get up to that terminal velocity, which terminal velocity is five hundred and eighty feet, um, falling, according to this. So, you're you're falling. I'm gonna say, yeah. So, one hundred and twenty total feet of flying speed for your wildfire spirit you see it reach its uh you see it reach it, uh, its talons out its its hands out and i'm gonna need it to make a dex uh, not a dex check but a strength check using its strength me nope for uh vata yeah. okay. oh boy did that roll oh oh wow that is okay let me just go ahead and... How much does a layer weigh again, Lex? Oh, God. Ah. Let me see. Um, it's loading. Ah. Wait. How do I even see how much she weighs? It would be... You'd scroll down. I'll just... Uh, let me just... You scroll down, and it's in description, I believe. It might be... Okay. Okay. Roll 
Okay, it's down. It's in bio. That's where it is. Okay, you weigh twenty five pounds. So how? Oh. Uh, so how I how I gauge uh, carrying uh, strength checks is I take the weight of the person and then divide it by ten, and that's the DC. So the DC you were looking for to for your for your creature to grab Alara is two and a half rounded up. So three. Oh. Okay. So you do make the save. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> With a five, you do make the save. And you you grab her, but what is the um what is the strength? Is it just is it just ten for wildfire? Yeah, spirits? it's just ten. Okay. You grab it grabs her and is able to slow her down enough, but you're still falling. Um You're you're floating down. Your its wings are spread out. Like it's not like you're like falling at a terminal velocity, but it's like you have a Alara. It's almost as if you have like a uh, like a like a glider attached to you. A little fire newt. Um. <laughs> okay. Um. I'm just gonna yell. Rope. Get rope. I've got a whole fuckload of rope. <laughs> I have, I have my uh, enchanted one and then three regular <laughs> versions of I, it. You see, I the, actually also have a hundred feet of rope as well. So at this point, you see the uh, the first mate who's who's attached himself at the hip start working his way over towards the damaged um, crystal, and you see him making his way out over here. Um. As we're slow, we're like side gliding very fast to the left. Um, this is a dex check for him. His dex is plus six. Or sorry. Yeah, no. Dex save is what I need is plus six. So that's a, um, okay. Whew. I almost lost the NPC. Um, he... You see him, like, slowly waddle his way out onto the beam and, like, start messing with the um, this crystal. Uh, you guys, you're able to... Now all of you are probably able to fasten yourself good enough to the ship to where you're not going to, like, immediately fall out if you move um, at this point. Uh, and the idea of, uh, of the first mate, Alex, doing what he did is that he worked his way with his own rope. And like kind of held you to the side with the extended rope. So that way you had something to hang on to, if anything, him. But it's also anchored to the boat. Um, so, Zane, you have rope? I have a crap load of rope. Okay. Um, they're about, I'm going to say at this point, about 250 feet below. Slowly gliding down, probably at the same speed as at which the ship is falling. I believe I have more than enough rope to make that work. Okay. So, doesn't your I, will... since that is I, since, I will... since that's being taken care of elsewhere, um, I'm going I will... and I don't need to like concentrate on my wildfire spirit. Okay, doesn't Here's your what wild... I'm going to do while sorry, time out. Doesn't your wildfire spirit have that teleport? Get to teleport 15 feet up. I've got the rest. Cool. 
then yeah, I will tell it to teleport up and I'm going to start crawling onto the other left I, engine, the one that is not damaged. Okay. I will secure the rope, the non-enchanted rope to the rest of it and the enchanted rope at the very end that's going to be like closer to Alara when I drop it off the edge. Okay. Uh, I'm going to secure it to the boat. And then as soon as it's low enough, I will have the enchanted rope secure itself to Alara. Okay. Um, Vatan, I'm going to need you to make a dex save. You're trying to crawl out onto a strut as you're fastly, as you're fastly falling towards the left. 17. You're good. Um, <laughs> luckily, uh, what, what is your goal well, I, on that back? Uh, I, I normally stay tied up anyway, so yeah, I would have argued very heartily if I, uh, fell. Um, but my goal there is if there are any more birds coming or anything like that, um, I'm immediately going to go ahead and cast warding wind, um, to try and protect the engine basically okay um you don't see any more birds uh but you uh as you go to cast the spell the birds are there are a few actually there's a few dead ones and like semi-alive ones that are like trying to floppily get themselves off of the front where uh where alex currently is um you do see the um you have now broken through the clouds and you do see the um the terrain of the swamp vastly approaching uh from your left although the warding wind will protect uh will protect that that area of that engine just in case there is any other if you do yeah. crash or whatever um okay so as which i need to roll a general intelligence check with advantage because this is his ship that is a 19 plus three so that is a 22 for alex uh he's currently fixing the ship as it's free falling um that rope um i'm going to say just for the sake of dice rolls um i'm going to need a your choice of either strength or dex check zane of huck of chucking that rope over the edge and seeing if you could get it out far enough to where nothing will snag and any, all that all right uh God, that's not great. Ten? Ten will do it. Okay. That sounds like a ending song. I'm pl I haven't listened to any of this music yet other than the rescue mission one. Uh, I like this one. I do too. Um you're able to toss it off. Oh, this is an adventure. Um but you're able to toss it off, and the rope is now... Seems like it's hitting, going to hit the target. Alara, you look up and you see this this just massive ball, like ball of rope extending out towards you. I'm going to grab that bitch. It's going to lash onto you automatically when it gets close enough. So. <laughs> I'm going to say... I'm going to say just because who knows what could happen in the middle of the air. Um, roll a... Yeah, we're going to say roll, roll, a, roll a dex check, Alara, to see if you can manage to shift your body around to where you can reach out and grab this rope. 12. 12? Okay. Good enough. 
you are able to kind of with that with that 12 though you are going to have to kind of like push off the wildfire spirit off of you as you go to grab it and as you grab it the wildfire spirit just kind of like lets go and just starts free falling downwards as as you get smack as you get snagged by the rope now all good if i can if i can see this i'm just gonna snap and dispel him okay as you see yeah you do see you're looking down and you just he just kind of burns up into nothing and you're quickly realizing that you're about a thousand feet from the treetops now as um, soon as i see that alara is lashed like securely into the magical rope i'm gonna start pulling her up Okay, roll strength check. You will help. Or he's gonna help me. Uh, <laughs> one, uh, I'm gonna have both of you roll strength check for this. I'm gonna pull out fifteen. Twenty-five. It takes you a little bit of time, but since there's a lot of force on the end of that rope. Uh, with falling and everything, just the pressure and the the weight of Alara, it's like pulling up, it's like pulling up bricks instead of pulling up Alara. Um, but you are able to get her up and above. And as that happens, that's a fun song. I like it. Um, as that happens, uh, you see Alex. Well, last check for him. That's cocked. It's a natural twenty. For him, for his last intelligence check, he's able to do something with with that little like ring like device at the bottom of the crystal, to where he's just like that should do it. And as that happens, you see Captain Newgate just immediately pull on a lever, and this crystal just ignites with this like very cracked spider webby looking blue energy, and immediately shifts. The, the, the airship shifts and like stops in place hovering about what we're gonna say about 550 feet above the uh, the treetops Ooh. and the captain's like holy shit are you guys okay barely but we're fine Hey, do I'm we... going to check through my bags and pull out some cheese so when Alara comes pulled over the side, I can hand her a piece of cheese. Okay, she's already on, on like, like kind of on the deck, probably looking like a, uh, like a, like a, like a cat that was left down in the rain for too long. <laughs> Alara's just silent because I think she's so used to falling off of shit at this point <laughs> and knowing that the rest of the group is going to save her. So her eyes are just bulging out of her skull and Froggy's hanging on to her hair by dear life. And she's just staring into the fucking oblivion. Uh, little, one, little one, have this. It's called Swiss. It's wonderful. She's just staring straight ahead and she's like... Hey, Al put her hand. hey, hey, Alara, do me a favor. High or low? Low. Okay. Froggy being a frog. No. He is. He found a way to tangle himself in your hair as you're uh, as you were free falling, and he is safe. <laughs> I rolled a twelve. My child. <laughs> or yeah. <laughs> or yeah. 
Ori does a not throw up and uh, fixes Ilara's hair. <laughs> okay. Uh, so look at him and be like, thanks for basically being like my dad. Uh, y- you guys, uh, um, the, the, the captain kind of like looks around. Is that, I, 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 he starts doing a head count. Could one of you go check below deck? I have a nod feeling the rest of the crew got jumbled around a bit. Yeah, I was going to bust out of the door from downstairs and be like, what the hell happened? I thought this was a rescue ship. (laughs) More so. Which is kind of a mixed ship. It, It is a rescue ship, and I was the one being rescued. Oh, she's got a point. Not wrong. Made me spill my soup. Well, soup. maybe you will learn to cherish food a little more later, you ungrateful bitch. Yes, <laughs> what she said. Damn. <laughs> would you like a sip from this vial? I'd say no. Don't, don't do it. You're muted, Robin. And go to the side of the ship. Okay. Watching out for buddy hands back in me. Uh, yeah. The ship seems a little um, shaken. Uh, the you can definitely tell as you look at that front crystal. It's got some spider webs in it. Um, definitely got cracked by these birds. Uh, but it's stable, and immediately the captain just pulls on a few levers. He's like, "Well, um, might have to take it a little slower over this, uh, over the ocean, but we should be fine." And the rest of the day goes on without much issue. I'm gonna gather the friends and just be like, "All right, nobody's allowed to tell Chuck who the hell I am." Why? I don't need him knowing who I am. Are you someone special? Uh, He's someone special. I don't want to be any part of it. Who is he? He's uh, higher up in Ebrax who went missing a while ago. I'm honestly surprised he's alive. So is that a great reward for us? Uh, Maybe. Uh, But I don't look very alive. Yeah, doesn't. What if we killed him? No, I will not allow that. But I also don't want him knowing who I am, so... I am slightly open to the idea, but... He's worth worth more alive. For now. As his brain soft or hot? Full medium. I'm just gonna backhand that history. Sure is the same density as any other brain. I don't know. Yours is... Pretty dense. Hope no, your stays broken. I will not fix your weapon if you keep thinking about murdering this man. I have Nor will I make you a new one. All right. You I'll think we should find him another nose? I don't know if we'll be able to help him, but Does he uh, have fingers. We can make him some gloves. Oh Jesus! No, uh, just gloves. 
Just just leave him alone. Just just don't do anything bad to him. I feel like he's probably been through enough just based on how he looks. Looks fine to me. I mean, the guy's missing a nose. That looks fine to you? He's kind of like us, a misfit. I mean, a little bit. Uh, but... By the way, I... Did you catch the other day when one of the officials said we need a group name? It might be something we need to discuss. Maybe at some point. I honestly feel like none of us expected to continue to stay together after, you know, the kids. True. Here we are now, though. Bunch of ratlings on a boat. Just something we should maybe think about. I miss those rats up in the attic. Oh, they were nice. I wonder how they're doing now. Well, they're most dead. of them are dead. Yeah, what do you say? Maybe they've advanced their civilization. I mean, they, uh... You killed them. procreate just as quickly as rabbits do, so... Not with smashed genitals. Did you well, smash your genitals? Well, the ones that did not smash... Was, it, was there a statue? Did they build a statue before? I can't remember if they did that or not. Ori pretty I think much there was just, a little you statue. Hmm. Ori pretty much just smashed everything. I worship the Ori gods now. Yeah, there's yeah. a no, there, there wasn't a statue. There was a when Alara's cast when Alara cast speak with the animals, they uh they 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 yelled the destroyer god has returned as Ori <laughs> stuck his head up. I can't, yeah, I couldn't remember if there was a statue. We should be the rat destroyers. Oh my god! Those one time that is, we're not gonna make that a thing. I I, I, f I feel like the group names gonna involve rat, and I uh, just care for the right. Well, I the suppose. cattails. We're the rat pack. That's not allowed. <laughs> That's a great way to Wait get sued. Wait a second! I've got it. I've no got copyright it. on that. The dungeon children. No. No. Because we have a dungeon daddy. I am no we child. We're the dungeon no. babies. <laughs> we are not children, except for Alara. <laughs> and here comes that weird sound I keep hearing. I'm going to feel like... I feel like when you're wearing that shirt, we should be allowed to call you that. It's still not allowed. Or he's going to look at the camera. Like and <laughs> Thaddeus is dead. I just rolled 36 D6. Thaddeus, rip. <laughs> I'm not going to. I'm not going to. Uh, not going the to. The ship explodes. You're all dead. Reroll your characters. Yep, we're starting from scratch. <laughs> we're starting over. <laughs> oh, roundabout plays. Oh, captain, my captain. The fearful ship is in. Okay. Everyone on there, they've ended up as dead. We end up back at Strix Haven in our other characters' bodies. It's just a simulation. <laughs> Don't you tempt me. <laughs> I'm actually a piece of cheese. Okay. So the day goes by without much issue after that. Um, okay, I eventually crawl back from the engine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would assume so. And it's a much easier task <laughs> now that the ship's not free-falling. Um, but you are able to... Uh, you are able to get yourself uh, back up. And um, other than the crazy odd chance of getting a bird strike because two natural ones were rolled, um, 
Why is there language proficiency on my screen, Zane? Get it! I, I was looking at something, sorry. Okay. Oh. Um, the uh, day turns into night, uh, and Chuck, you find yourself having probably the best night's sleep you've had in a very, very, very long time. Can Ori, like, fuck with him throughout the night? If you want to. Or it's just gonna, like, act... <laughs> It's gonna make a loud noise like every hour. Gonna you're you're gonna make a noise every every hour. Uh, Chuck, roll a perception check for me. We're gonna see if you notice it at all. You're mute. Twelve minus one, eleven. Yeah, you you sleep fairly well through the night. Yep, does Chuck have socks? Probably not. Mm -hmm. Sandals, maybe. I don't know. Uh. No, I'm barefoot. He's got rocks. He's just gonna take your socks or something. <laughs> Does he sleep with his mouth open? No, his nose is open. <laughs> Everyone's nose is open. Are you are you in my bedroom? No. They're they're separate cat they're separate chambers. Absolutely. You wouldn't okay. know if I was. Alright. <laughs> well, if you are, I mean there's something else. <laughs> Yeah, so if you are, like, I, I declare it. No, I'm not. Alright. I declare I do not know. Or he's going to plug uh, his nose while he's... Oh, wait, never mind. <laughs> I do declare. As assholes. <laughs> it's, you have fuck I with do you declare. <laughs> but the night goes off without much issue. I'm... Nothing. I mean, Vaten, the skies are clear. You have a pretty good night's sleep. Um, cool. But uh, the next day comes in, and you guys wake up, and you realize you're now over the uh, the ocean. Um, the uh, Sylvania is no longer uh, below you. This is the first time for a lot of you in quite a while. Uh, some of you not so much that you've ever that you've seen the ocean. Um, the ocean is just a big old looks like a big old blue uh, mass of water from all the way up in the air from where you're at. But it is down there, um, and it is a little breezy. Um, but I'd like to make I'd like to have uh, we'll say Chuck make a survival check. Joy. Good luck, Chuck. <laughs> uh, once. Seventeen. Seventeen. The night of the day goes without issue. There's a little wind. Uh, there's a little bit of a, um, definitely a little bit of a breeze that is kind of chilly to the touch. Um, but the day goes by without any issue. You guys continue on whatever training you have. Uh, you'll see Alex uh, periodically waking up during the day and going and checking the front left crystal making sure that you guys aren't going to smack down into the middle of the ROC. Um, and you guys continue on. Uh, the uh, Next, we're just, next, we're just trying to... We're close to the last hour. Um, unless you guys want to do anything during the day, um, we can move on to the next night. Uh... And this goes without saying, you guys do take a long rest as you're, like, 
as you take go to sleep for the night. Um, so any hit points you took from the from the uh, almost crash is recovered, um, along with any spell slots about ten. Uh, yep. Wait, that's I'm right. There's a button now in roll piano play. skills. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, okay, you're gonna work on a piano skills roll performance check. Can Ori help? Thirteen. Thirteen. Uh, Ori, how are you going to help him? Oh God. Uh. <laughs> If a noise doesn't sound right, he's going to do his best to correct him. Okay, with a 13, it sounds passable, um, but there's definitely some sharp notes and mishits as he's playing the piano. But... Ori, do you like it? Um... Sure. Would you like to have a drink, Ori? Let's have a sip. I'm, no, I'm not drinking anything you give me. Okay, that's fair. He's forever known as Cosby. Sorry. Um... <laughs> <laughs> you remind me of someone on the news. <laughs> what did I start? Um... Town criers have been speaking words about you. <laughs> My first name is Matt. Oh, no, stop, stop, stop right now. You 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 stop yourself right there, Todd Bird. <laughs> I'm stopping. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but the day day goes on. Uh, pretty pretty calm day. Um, and into the night we go. Uh, nighttime is well. I'm gonna roll. Nighttime is nighttime is fine. Nice clear night flying over the ocean. Um, Vaten, it's a kind of an odd. Even though you're high up. Um, you can still feel a little bit of salt on the air. You're well into the center of the ROC now, which is one of the, which is to your knowledge, which you do know some about the geography around, uh, the Sabathian, uh, the Sabath, Sabbath desert. Um, I was about to say Sabathian, but Sabbath desert. You would know that the ROC is what feeds into the Sabbath canal. Um, but you are flying over it. It is a little salty, a little bit uh, irritating uh, if you don't move your body around a little bit too long being a scaled person. Um, mm-hmm. But not that big of I'm, a deal. I'm starting to get, knowing that the sea um, is what feeds into the canal, um, I'm starting to get a little bit more restless. Um Zane, you might even notice I'm pulling punches less during training. Um, so I'm like going a little bit harder than I had been. So definitely a little agitated. Fair enough. Okay. Um, I will say it's a different agitated than what you've seen out of him in the bigger cities. Um, it, it's a much more aggressive agitated. Alright. Um, yeah. So, uh, the, the sixth day passes without much issue. Um, and you guys notice, whoever's on top deck, you do notice that uh, there has been a little bit of a speed increase as you get closer and closer. Uh, Zane, you know exactly why this is the case. 
but there is a slight speed increase at risk of damaging the crystal more than it already is. Um, but there's certain windows you have to hit if you want to enter into Ebrax without any harm. Um, but six night goes off without any issue. Uh, and then on into the seventh day, um, all of you walk out and you see a landmass that, and you see that you're starting to get overnight. You've gone a lot lower to the ground or a lot lower to the sea than uh than you realize you'd be and you are starting to get, take in some of the masses that are jutting out of the ocean you also notice a sky island ha uh, harmlessly floating very slowly uh past um mousy elka mm -hmm. do me a favor and make no. do me a favor and make an intelligence check for me. Oh god. It's like my worst stat. Oh no, wisdom is. The DC's not that high. Sixteen. Sixteen. You'd recognize the Sky Island. You'd recognize that uh in fact that this is what your home looks like uh as it's helplessly floating through the sky whenever it is uh you you would know that it is that there is an illusion placed among your home that makes it look like a normal sky island floating through the air you would immediately recognize it off in the distance Fuck. but it's floating but it's floating away from ebrax currently uh, heading God. heading east um in in a uh in a north kind of a northeastern direction um you briefly look at it and you see the very edge of the tail of the creature that is carrying your home on its back uh break through the illusion slightly and then it keeps moving on Almost as if it's waving to you. No. No, I'm just kidding. No, get out of here. <laughs> I'm actually kidding. <laughs> uh, just, just happenstance. But it does feel wow, like it that's is. Mean. It does. It does. Feel, although I would say the way the tail moves, and you knowing what the animal is, being a something like a like a giant whale, um, you know that it maybe it's waving at you. You don't know, but. You do look down and you see a t you see an island below. Zandy would recognize this island. It is a fairly deserted island, primarily sandy, uh, but there is a like dark clouds looming in over it, and you do see a spired, very gothic style looking castle. No. sitting on top of a grassy hill uh, that is a lot darker. It has a lot dark, a lot more of a darker presence uh, than, than normal. And Zane, you would know this to be 
the place at which you need to go for the current job that Leon gave you. But you're ignoring that for now. Yep. Um, you look on. And you see a fog. You, Zane, you knowing what's going on, but everybody else. You see a fog at which where, and Chuck, you would know this as well. Um, there's a, a very thick fog that's like almost moving in a spiraling motion. And you look down and you do see brief glimpses of city of a small city and like shoreline and people going out going about and doing their business um as we're flying above and you guys uh you two uh the locals of ebrax um you would recognize uh these um hold on where the fuck did my map go there oh there it is Go ahead and grab that and open browser. Thank you. You guys would recognize that you are now seeing the southern, one of the southernmost uh, uh, cities of Ebrax, known as uh, Alienist. Uh, it is being covered by a by the fog that you're all too familiar with, um, the fog of which then cases all of Ebrax. And hides it from uh, from people, or not hides it, but pre- prevents people from the sky from looking down. It's almost like a, you would know this as a natural and semi-arcane uh, invention to prevent people from spying on the country from the sky. Um, but immediately the captain just kind of like pushes a lever down. And he's just like, all right. We're making our descent. I hate these. This air. And it starts. The airship starts slowly gliding its way down towards Ebrax. Um, that's when the captain like yells out. And you'll hear throughout the magic. It's like a magical. If you remember, it's the magic, like a magical PA system that he has established throughout the ship. Um, he he uh, talks. Uh, uh, we'll be making waterfall soon. Make sure you're strapped in, and we'll be arriving in Senva momentarily. And uh, Zane, you're used to this descent, and uh, Chuck, this is a descent you haven't felt in many years. Um, but as you guys descend, this uh, Vaten, this mist that's surrounding this fog, you immediately feel your scales start to tingle a little bit. Um, do me a favor and roll an Arcana check. Yeah. Your scales start to tingle a little bit. Uh, but you can't really gauge. Uh, you do feel a little bit of arcane energy swirling through, but you are unaware of that's what, that's what the issue is. And as you guys sweep your way down through this, this, this fog, this mess, you break the cloud you break you break the cloud level and you find yourself lowering down and in front of you is a glorious city uh sprawling with all sorts of life spires shooting out every which way um you see ships slowly making their way towards a docking area um 
for those of you that have a uh, passive perception higher than a 10, which is, I believe, almost all of you, um, you would recognize that there are no skyships in the air within this city. There is no skyport. And uh, as the captain looks around, all right, prepare for touchdown. And you see the... Um, the magical, uh, the, the crystals, the engines, the very one that got cracked by the bird strike start to get pulled, start to lift up and fold inwards towards the ship. Uh, and you immediately realize that these are, that these are built on a pulley system and they're pulling, they're slowly pulling them in to adjust for a water landing. And as you, uh, you see like the two back, the two back propulsion engines, slowly slide into their ports and uh immediately four of the crew members jet out oars uh out of the side and you have now and you now touch down into zane and chuck you would know this as the bay of scholars um and we are now in the open ocean Are we on an island? Um, we are... So how... Almost. <laughs> almost. Um, as you touch down, you look around. There's a few ships uh, within within a mile or so from you. Um, and you've touched down fairly close to Senva. Uh, close enough, in fact, that you could start to see... Uh, you could start to see technological marvels from... In Vaten, this is an absolute culture shock for you. As you're looking out. You see... Yeah metallic creatures sprawling their wings out and flying through the air carrying packages that are that are hoisted up underneath their belly you see um you, you look out and you, what sounds like seabirds flying above you are actually tiny little mechanical birds flapping their wings and flying around and you see like this uh with your passive perception Vaten, um you see a, a slight little glow of red shooting from their chest um and they they're flying around and you you notice like almost like a like a little little tubes tied to their feet uh where you probably guess that they're potentially messengers um being their their small little mechanical marvels being made uh to spread messages throughout the kingdom um and you start to look around and this is the the water's calm um the the wind is it's almost like a magical air is hitting into the sails uh almost an unnatural wind uh hitting into the back of the sails and pushing you towards the dock and it takes about an hour and a half or so of open water sailing uh before you are now approaching and fully gaining the grasp of this city uh zane chuck welcome home to your home city of senva the capital city of ebrax chuck chuck this is a for the first time in 25 years you are laying your eyes on a city that you have not seen and have dreamed of seeing every night um 
you immediately notice that there's a lot has changed in the last 25 years. Uh, tech, technological, technological advances have not, uh, um, have, have not slowed down, uh, in the last two decades. Uh, but you all gently make your way into, and it's, it's such a, it's a weird feeling because it's almost like the wind is blowing you in exactly where you need to go. Um, and the oars that were shot out are almost there just in case. And the captain just kind of looks around and you see the captain, like, not even holding on to the, the helm. He's just letting the wind guide them in. And as you pull in, your ship pulls up to this massive dock uh, system and just slowly pulls in and docks itself, stops in its tracks. Uh, that's when you hear Captain Newgate yell out, I guess tie off like we really need to. And, uh, all right, everyone. Uh, I have, I'll deal with the quartermaster. Uh, how long do you want to be here? We don't know. Don't you have a, some sort of... Yes, I don't know how long it's going to take. Okay. Let's reconnect with my family and find out what happened. They're coming with me, Chuck. Oh. Yep. Okay. Where are we going? We're going to go figure this out. And you guys have now found yourself in Senva. Um, you would be docked, well, at the Senva shipyard in the southern portion of the city. Um... And we can just use Zane as a as a token per normal, unless we split off. Um, Zane, you immediately know that coming here is a privilege. Uh, Senva is a very secret uh, city hidden away, um, and Chuck, you would know this as well. Uh, so you would know immediately that once the boats checked in, anybody who is not a resident. A, a established resident of Senva must uh, visit the Hall of Immigration first before they can gain full entry into the city. I'll lead everybody there first. Okay. So you walk forward and immediately you see like as you walk towards this Hall of Immigration this building is massive. It is four, four stories high. Uh, takes up an entire city block. Uh, and as you're walking around, the cobblestone streets are filled with uh, little rolling automatons that are rolling through the street and carrying loads. And um, you see the, the giant, you know, the bird-like creatures that you saw that were carrying loads, carrying like packages above. These things from afar look big, but when you look up at them, their wingspans are 80 to a hundred feet wide and there's these massive wyvern like sized automatons from warforged flying through the sky carrying all matter of food packages it's almost like a almost like your stereotypical stork carrying a package in its beak except the except these packages are 
uh, being carried by uh, being carried via being strapped to the bodies of these of these creations. Um, but you do make your way into the Hall of Immigration and immediately, Zane, you're visited with a site that you weren't too used to um, being born here. Uh, and immediately you recognize that there's been some upgrades uh, since the last time you've been here. And the last time you were here was maybe a year ago. Um, but immediately you look at the front desk and there is a six and a half foot tall warforged manning the uh, the front desk. Just slowly going about its it's uh it's sworn progress or whatever whatever uh function it has been given you walk up and immediately visitors resident id resident. yeah i'm I, a resident as well uh id please i'm just gonna like shift the crystal in my armor and just kind of hold it out in the palm of my hand scan, scan. i'm gonna scoff and say, I'm this... Chuck Nolan. And then immediately the uh, the Warforge is Warforge is gonna like its eye. One eye opens and like the yellow flash, and it scans Zane your crystal. And just, just and it just and then it scans instead of scanning the crystal, it scans your entire body, Chuck. Identifying Chuck Nolan marked missing. Welcome back, sir. And your friends? They're with me. I need them to get access to the city. Very well. They must be. They must be registered in our database. Uh, all of you, please make a line. Just, give it, just give it. No, just give it what it wants. It'll be a lot easier. Or I'm gonna walk up to it and one, uh, hold out my uh, burning heart token. It'll scan the burning heart token. Oh, one from Arun. Very nice. You still must you guys... be. You still must be registered, though. You need to watch this. My thing. I'm going to walk up to it and. Bow, yeah. Thaddeus Sterling of the House of Sterling. That's right. I'm a noble. They'll scan you. House of Sterling. Not recognized. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm gonna DNA sample, please. Oh Jesus! I'm gonna piss on him. Oh God. <laughs> Urine is not necessary. Please hold out your hand. I'm going to hold out my hand. And immediately you'll see this tiny little needle just in its hand just prick you once and you don't even feel it. It's very quick. Like even the blood that would have pooled normally from being pricked with a needle doesn't, it congeals immediately after being pricked. And it takes you in. Very well. That is Sterling. Species, elf. Height, five foot five. 
and then it'll walk up to a. Uh, it'll it'll kind of like hold its hand out to you, Elka. Um, I'll I'll put my hand out. And it'll just again just zip. All right, ma'am, you are registered in our database. Have a nice day. Wait, what? What? How's that possible? Have you been here before? I mean, I've traveled a lot. Have I been here before? No. This is your first time ever being here. No. Uh, oh, my no, I... my mistake. Your DNA, Matt, your DNA is a 98.8% match with another person in our database. Oh. That would probably be my uncle. Is your uncle Elkis Burning Heart? Yes. Elka Burning Heart, you are registered. Move on. Thank you. And it'll do the same. It'll do the same with all of you, uh, except when it gets to Ori. <laughs> it'll prick Ori, and its needle can't get through Ori's hide. Uh. Uh. Sir, your hide is unnecessarily rough compared to everyone else's. Is there? A piece of your hair would do. Sure. And it'll just like... Pluck out a piece of his hair and hand it over. And it'll take it and immediately... You'll see your hair... You'll see you'll see a hatch in its chest open up. And it just slowly sticks that hair into the hatch and closes it. And just says, Ori, no surname. Welcome to Ebrax. How do you... How do you know my name? You would have given that to him. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes, Thaddeus. This thing seems to know a lot about visitors. It is in charge of visitors. That is its job. Would it know if Noetic has passed through the gates? Uh, Has there ever been a Noetic passing through these gates? Noetic. Does Noetic have a surname? I'm going to look to Thaddeus for that one. Um... Yes, unfortunately, my alcohol level has made me forget. I'm actually blanking on Noetic's last name as well right now. Quick pull up in the other game. <laughs> I saw that, Mousy. Wow. Quick, pull up the other game and roll 20. <laughs> Noetic, whatever his last name is. <laughs> Oh, wait, I didn't mean to click. No, fuck you. I didn't mean to click on that one. What? McClintock. That's your, that's his McClintock. last name. McClintock. God damn it. I should know that. That's my surname. <laughs> I saw that eye roll. <laughs> um, Noetic McClintock. Searching. Mr. Noetic McClintock has indeed visited... Ebrax. His visitation was nine years ago. Thank you. Appreciated. Have a good day. 
and you'll just see immediately he just go goes back to shuffling papers, like completely ignoring you as you walk out. Yeah, get used to that reception here. Most oh. of the Warforged do the work around here for that type of ordeal. Can I pull the yeah. Warforged aside? I don't recognize this Warforged security system, right? No. This okay. is fair, fairly, fairly new within the last 20 years or so. Can I pull him aside and ask him, uh, do you know the current um, residents in the city? Can you give me information on the current residents of the city? Uh, yes. All right. So I inquire about my wife and my mother. Okay. And I can't remember their names off the top of my head. Did you give me those? Uh, no, you didn't. I don't think that we had names. Or at least... I can make them up real fast if you need me to. Yeah, do it. Okay. Uh, I have the dad's name, so Samuel Nolan. Samuel Nolan. Unfortunately, sir, Samuel Nolan passed away 24 years and 11 months ago. I... I'm we in, hear in shock. Uh, yeah, you. I mean, you would hear it. It's a, it's a, it's an automated, uh, uh, you know, Warforged voice. They have no capability of whispering. Um, uh, let's and see. I inquire about my mother. And uh, bringing up sex random name generator. Um, uh. All right. Um All right, your Good. mother Ellen Noland currently resides in the Platinum Ring near the Sanctuary of Law at the Noland Estate. We'll get him there. Thank you. And then I ask about my wife. Um, go with Sharon. Sharon. Sh Sharon Noland. Last information. The last information inputted on Sharon Nolan was two years ago. And she she changed her address to the Noland Estate. She well, changed her enough. address. Address changes in the last 10 years. All right, we're heading to the Platinum Ring to go to... Uh, go to the Noland Estate. Okay. As you approach the... Uh, as you approach the bridge... Immediately, a guard will stop you. Only those of the Imperious families may may enter this bridge. Chuck Noland's here with me. Let us through. Chuck, uh, Chuck Noland, uh, his cousin is Chuck Norris. 
stop. Very well, and it's it's just another Warforged of the same make. Um, and it, 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 like, scans you and then scans your crystal. Mr. Zane Rona, you have full access to the bridge. Continue on. Great. Can the rest of us follow? Yeah, it doesn't seem to be stopping you. <clears throat> so you make your way into the platinum ring and you look out and there the platinum ring is based inside of a man-made lake um and you look out there's man-made islands that are placed in each section of the of the lake uh and as you walk up you walk up to the nolan estate which we'll just say is around yonder um and it, you walk up and the place looks clean, but it looks different, Chuck. Much different than you're used to. All right, I walk in like I own the place because technically I do. <laughs> you do, and as you go to open, I like this guy. <laughs> as you go to open the gate, uh, make a dexterity saving throw. Oh. Okay. Uh oh. Uh, 12. Uh-oh. <laughs> you take 13 points of piercing damage. As, what as a bolt shot from a security flying war forged uh, shoots it down and hits you right, right in the shoulder. Um, it immediately lands. Only those of Nolan Blood may enter here without permission. With he is have, of Nolan Blood. I am of Nolan Blood. I am Chuck Nolan. Scanning. I scream at him. Scan. Master Nolan, I apologize. Let me let me let me tend to your wound, and it'll immediately walk up and like pull the bolt out. <laughs> And just stick its metal thumb right in the hole. Oh. And immediately <laughs> immediately you feel the hole burn. And then when it takes its hand away, there is no hole. And you feel no pain. And so I regain my HP. Yeah. Okay. I go to draw my rapier. Do I have one? No. It's snapped in half <laughs> currently. Half your rapier. Yeah. Uh, I would stop you. I need to speak with my mother. Um, Madam Noland is currently in. Uh, feel free. Um, do you speak for the rest of this group? They're they saved me, but yes, they I owe them a debt for saving but, me. Yes, very well. And he kind of, kind of just motions in. Um, this autom automaton looks like a Valkyrie. Like, its wings stretching out are, like, partitioned and very uh, finely banged out, like, or uh, milled steel. And, Zane, you would know this is not steel that they're using. This is uh, definitely adamantine, uh, if not something a little adamantine or if not something a lot better um carbon fiber you name it it could be happening here uh but you, <laughs> you look at this thing and it just stays at attention as you walk through 
And as you walk in, uh, you you walk up to the door, and you go to open it, and it's unlocked. Right in. Okay. You walk in, and immediately a tiny little automaton on a wheel uh, just rolls up and says, Hello, sir. How may I help you? Where's my mother? By... Mother, do you mean, oh my, uh, right away, and you'll see this little guy just, he's probably Alara-sized, like, tiny little guy, and he just takes off throughout the corridors, uh, and immediately you hear from the hallway, yes, yes, I know, I, I understand, another person coming here to claim that they're my son. And as uh, as she walks away, you recognize your mother. Um, and she just kind of looks around. Chuck? Mother, it's me. Uh, um, uh, she's at a loss for words. I am too. I just come in and embrace her. Try to. Uh, she's looking very frail, um, quite old for her age, uh, or quite old, uh, in general, uh, probably pushing, probably pushing 90 at this point. Uh, oh, my, my dear baby, what happened to you? I thought you were dead. We crashed in the swamps so many years ago and i've i had to survive by myself through my wits alone uh, oh my God. i'm so happy you're alive um oh uh, well that can wait for later um unfortunately uh, time has not been very good to me my son um tell me what's been going on with the family since i've left well, um, and she like will lead all of you to like a sitting room. Uh, my my son, you might want to sit down. Um, your father, um, he passed away um, over two decades ago, right after you went missing. Um, that was a very hard year. Uh, thinking I've lost you and losing my husband and um. And I'm sorry, what'd you say? What'd you say that your uh, wife's name was going to be? Uh, Sharon. Sharon. Yeah. Um, you know, and Sharon was guilt struck and it was just, it was a tough year. But you're home now. Is there a piano in the room? No, just, it's just a standard old, like, like clean sitting room, couple of couches, fireplace. A rug. Is, there any, uh, is there like an electric guitar? No, there's not. I've been gone for so long. I must. I, how is Sharon? Um, there's no real easy way to say this. Um, Sharon, she had been looking for you. 
all this time. Um, and she kept going on expeditions to search and just try to find you. And she came back a few years ago and she was a changed person. She, it's almost as if she finally gave up hope. And uh, she moved back in and I found her uh, with her face down in the bath. She's dead? Yeah. Okay, I stand up and I grip her shoulder, but I'm looking away from everyone. And I'm just quiet for a long period of time. Okay. Um, my new friend. I turn around and you can see a darkness come over my face and almost like a red glint in my eyes. And I cast life transference on my mother. Okay. <laughs> and explain explain what that looks like. Alright, so life transference is I'm basically draining the life out of her body. Um... Give me one second. Yep. Um. Huh? Do me a favor. Uh. Since she is not resisting, it's a hit. Uh, it is also an auto. Oh, sorry. That's not the right. Uh, that's not the right spell I wanted to do. Okay. Um. Second. Um. I was like, that's a straight necrotic damage spell. Uh, yeah, it's a heal. Oh, gotcha. It's the wrong one that I wanted to do. I'm going to be doing Ray of Sickness with an attack roll. Okay. Uh, are you trying and to... You're trying to hit your mother? Yeah, that's a nat 20. That is a crit. Uh, go ahead and... Okay. Roll for damage and uh, double... You, you can either roll double the dice or you can roll your 2d8 and... Uh, um, Six and eight. Six and eight is... 28 damage. This Zane, the person that you were just a few days ago shocked to even see alive, you watch this man walk up and basically turn into a demon. Um, his face just kind of morphs into this black, evil, uh, not actually but magic starts to swirl and his eyes start to turn red and immediately he touches his mom and just jolts her with a just a burst of necrotic energy and you watch this frail old woman fall straight down and fold over dead alright I start screaming um and uh, I'm yelling out loud, 
This isn't how it was supposed to be. I was supposed to take it all. Ah! And I'm just nonsense screaming. And as I do, um, I'm also raising uh, my mother back up with Animate Dead. <laughs> and... Okay. Okay, that... <laughs> yeah, this guy's cool. I would like to back slowly away okay. from this man. Alright, anybody else want to do anything as this is happening? Um, uh, Ori's going to... Uh, after seeing... Uh, she getting... After, after watching her get back up... Uh, Ori's just going to say, Oh, that's a good idea. Uh, I notice everyone else is in the room. I completely forgot that everyone was here. And and I was like, oh, oh, thank you for bringing me here, but you can't leave. I'm going to cast Shatter uh, on, I'm going on Chuck. To, um, pull out my pull other rapiers. Okay. As, yeah. as, as all of you go to do that, you hear... Uh, you hear an explosion from the front door and it is the Valkyrie like Warforged bursting into the house and it bursts into the room, breaking the door down. And as you go to cast shatter the Zane, it grabs Chuck by the throat and flings him out uh, into the into the street through the window. I do a strength check to do contest a, it. Uh, yeah, do a strength test to to a strength check to contest that. Uh, you're rolling. Uh, roll an acrobatics check for me. Actually, we're gonna do af acrobatics versus athletics. And it rolls with advantage. Okay, good. I got a nineteen. It roll. It rolled a twenty-two. A natural eighteen. Uh. So it grabs you, it grabs you and just, instead of throwing you, it escorts you out the window, out onto the city street. I'm going to use an attack of, follow. uh. I'm sorry. Uh, there is no, uh, there, there is no attack of opportunity. Although I'm going to say Zane, because you were casting a spell, you can hold it until you can launch it. I'm holding. Okay. Um, we find ourselves out on the street. So you guys all followed me? I followed, like, yeah, uh, outside. Like, as soon as you were attacking your mother, I, like, threw my other rapier and lunged at you, but you got sucked out by a warforge. It was, it was an instant. It was literally <laughs> just a breakneck pace. Um, Did the animate dead spell go off yes it did so it went off and as it went off he was it, just like a flash of lightning escorted out off of the premise off of the premise and so i keep putting my token down yeah uh this is this is chuck's uh and we're gonna say this is the house um i know the, the i know the i know the architecture doesn't match but this is the the battle map i had for today <laughs> can you drag me over yeah, uh or he comes out uh, I put myself on the house because I don't think I would follow quite straight away. Okay. 
So what? the automaton escorted me out, and I'm screaming at it the entire time. Mm -hmm. Unhand me because I have Nolan blood. Yep. Um, is it fall like it still has me in its grasp? I uh, know it literally. It, it's you. It puts you back down on your feet. Uh, you actually take. You take two points of bludgeoning damage to your neck as okay. it uh, as it grabs you, but uh, you didn't take any damage crashing through the window because you immediately... It's almost as if it's programming... Once it scans you and realized who you were, it, it didn't necessarily want to kill you, but it wanted to escort you off the property because you were a threat. And it was also trying, it, it's kind of a mixed signal for it because it immediately sensed people inside drawing weapons and it, and it sensed the spell. And its job is to protect anybody within the house, but also protect the house from anybody within. So it its job is to escort you out and escort you out and put you on the, uh, um, put you on the pavement. Uh, you immediately recognize that this Warforged looks at you and says... Uh, Master Noland, uh, I, I don't understand what's happening, but, uh, are these people a threat? I just, I keep screaming at it to unhand me. And it puts you down. No, and... <laughs> I, I have no words right now, I'm a fucking mess. Um, so, I... Get them all out of here. All of them out of here? Very well. And it will immediately just uh, swoop uh, swoop into action. I would like everyone to roll initiative, please. Can I throw my spell when it starts to move towards us before I do that? Uh, yeah, that's your, we'll say it's your surprise round. I'm going to drop it right between the two of them so it hits both. Just right <laughs> I'm, there. I'm going to pull the... Uh... But here you go. 16 DC. Will the exact same thing twice. Um, all of you look around. Inira's beep is not with you. You don't know if beep stayed on the ship or he in all the chaos, but he is not with you right now. Oh man, the DM forgot to put him down. Damn it. No, the the reality is the 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 DM doesn't want to have to play another NPC or another piece of player character. Um, I feel that. Uh, is... This is advantage for the uh, Warforged, by the way, for Shatter. I'm aware it's Tomatone. Um, uh, let's see here. You rolled a five for for initiative. No, uh, check. Okay, and turn. And that is what full stealth. Okay, um, and I'll say that that is that you'll use a, as your as your original surprise action. Let's uh, let's change the mood here. It's sad, but uh, now we're when are we getting getting into something? And it's it, it makes sense because you're battling a robot, um, and a crazy guy. Uh, 
And I don't have my magical weapon because somebody broke it. You did. Your choice. Let's just say, uh, all actions have consequences in this world, and that was one of them. Uh, uh, let's see here. Thaddeus and Zane goes before. Oh, uh, my doubled up. I was like, why <laughs> Why do I see 2.914? Uh, and then I need to roll for the Warforged. It just nat 20 to its initiative roll. That's great. Bullshit. We'll see how it's feeling after this fucks it up first. Um, what is this? Oh. <laughs> okay. It's gonna be, the Warforged is going to be like my arm. <laughs> Uh, and I'm sorry. What was the uh, what was the what was the save on that? For... Sixteen. You got to roll disadvantage for both. Well, for the Warforge, it has to roll a disadvantage. And it's but... a and it's and I'm sorry. It's that a... gets to do it normally. Sixteen's your DC though. It's a con save. Con save. Thank you. I was wondering what that. Uh, it rolled an at twenty, so it's a plus three. Um, uh, disadvantage. No, no, no. For for that was a for initiative. Uh, okay, I was like the. Fuck? Uh, con, gotcha. Uh, disadvantage. Uh, that is a. That's a fail. Sweet. I rolled a. What's Chuck rolling? I need Chuck to roll a Constitution saving throw. Can't do that. Sorry, give me a sec. Mm -hmm. You good? 11. Oh, failed. Let's go. Oh, Both a little bit damage. sad. Eight, eight points of damage. That's doubled because it's an automaton. Okay. 16 on the automaton. You take eight. Um. Okay. Uh, that is... I need to just mark down HP. Okay. Um. So it takes 16 points of damage. All right. Great. Um... Actually, we're gonna. Gonna... I'm just trying. I'm sorry. I'm doing math. Okay, I have the HP total. Um. All right. Uh. Okay, that does a lot of damage to it, but it kind of looks at you and just says, "Sorry, sir." It scans you, Mister Rona. You have Rona. You have committed a crime against. It killed his mother! And it's going to swoop in. Swoop in, and it's going to... Use. What is it going to use? Mother Retribution. It's going to use its Hammer Fist ability on you. Oh, boy. And you're just going to see its hands turn into a Warhammer. And just, it's going to swing hard down at you. Um... And you're going to see, as it does that, it's, you're going to see its other hand turn into an axe. Oh, boy. It's a 28 to hit, Chief. Uh, yeah. Cool. That's for the first step. can't anything about that. <laughs> Alright, I need more D8s. You're lucky I'm rolling like shit. 28 is pretty high, man. <laughs> Uh, it's a 16 points of uh, bludging damage on the first hit. 
And then it's going to take its axe and try to uh, sweeping axe you. For Let's, sorry. Uh, 16. Okay. Uh, and I need you to make a... It's going to take its axe to try to trip you. Um, okay. I need you to make a dexterity saving throw for me, please. 18. You succeed. So you... Uh, uh, you are not knocked prone. However, you do take half damage, which is uh, not great. Uh, that's uh, uh, 16 divided by 2, so 8 more points of slashing damage. Um, and then that is, uh, that is its turn. Um, Ori, you're up. You just see this thing just start to try to go to town on on Zane. Um, oh boy. This guy's like, you're just framing us for murder. That's rude. Yeah. Uh, Alright. Uh, Ori's gonna go up here. <clears throat> uh, and... He's going to attack. Okay. Uh, not the, not the robot. But the uh, man who just the noseless man. He's moving around the robot. Does that provoke attack of opportunity? Uh, he's within. Or he's got reach. He's <laughs> he's within he's within the reach of the Roarforge, So no, if he were to go out of it now, it would. The reach is ten feet on the Warforge. And he's gonna attack with his glaive. Oh, uh, it, was my training successful? I'm sorry. What were you training like, for again? I, I wrote uh, uh, to, to avoid the uh, strength check. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh oh, what did I roll? Uh, nat nineteen, so that's a crit. Champions. Just roll again because I'm going to hit him again with the glaive with extra attack. That's a nat twenty. Ooh, this. Prepare so your anus. Yeah. <laughs> about to be brutal. Oh, uh, Ori, I'm going to need you to re-roll uh, first, your first attack there, buddy. Uh, Silvery Barbs from the Warforged. Oh, I, li I love that spell. <laughs> All right. Still a crit on the second one. <laughs> uh, that's an 18, so 29. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it hits, yeah. <laughs> Uh, first damage. Got, got rid of a crit for you. <laughs> 9, 18, 26, 32. That is 38 damage. Are you, uh, do you have any immunities to lightning or radiant? No. no. Okay. 
Yeah, Damn 38 it. would 38 would bring me down. It brings you unconscious? Yeah. Um, okay, Ori, before you even attack the second time, you watch him fold over. And at, Chuck, as you fold over unconscious, your body immediately feels vitality shoot through it again. And you... <gasps> And you catch yourself before you uh, before you go unconscious. Um, Zane, you would immediately recognize, fuck, he's a resident of Senva. And all the damage you just took is negated. Uh, you see this take out the word forge. Take out the robot. You see that you see this you see this green pulse of energy shoot out around chuck and just immediately negate all damage that he just took you can attack again if you want get the robot first how is that woman dead then <laughs> out of character i was wondering the same damn thing <laughs> because there's there's a reason oh, i'm not gonna tell you actually i'll tell you, oh, you I, I, I'll, enough, but... I think i have an idea I'll, I'll, tell, I'll tell you afterwards, yeah. <laughs> Alright, well, Ori's going to... The robot? Move right here. Attack the robot. Uh, you want me to roll again for my second attack, for my extra attack? Uh, the extra attack, we'll just say, uh... I'm gonna say... I, I rolled for it, because I... I probably shouldn't have, but it's up to you. I'm gonna say because technically it's a separate attack, and you rolled... Before you knew the outcome of your first, I'm, I'll take the nat twenty. It's fine. Okay. Uh, don't uh, don't include the uh, the lightning damage though. It is immune to a lot of things. <laughs> is radiant one of them? Yes. I'm gonna. Okay. Oh, nice. All right. Well, that is. Sixty-two damage. Oh, you go to hack it. <laughs> Murdoch is attacking Bingo right now. Oh shit! Uh, Other enemy. Um, he does that. Sorry, he needs attention. What, what was the What was the total? Sixty. Sixty-two. Sixty-two. So that's uh, it. Your glaive does not do as much damage, or your axe does not do as much damage as you initially intended. Uh. Well, that was my glaive. But... Oh, well, that was your glaive, yeah. Uh, so it takes it takes half that damage. Okay. Uh, action surge. Go for it. That is a, another nineteen. So it's a crit. Three nines, uh, nine, eighteen, twenty-seven, forty-seven, fifty-five, uh, then sixty-one. Uh, it doesn't take any. Uh, what damage is it for the? It does the same type of damage. Oh, I'm just telling you, it doesn't take any magical damage. Yeah, yeah, I took out the lightning. Okay, just wanted. That was all physical. So, what is it before you double it? Because that's that's what. Oh. uh... It's because it's resistant to bludgeoning and piercing and slashing. These things are ridiculous. 
Uh, wait one sec, hold on. What did I say, 61? Yeah, 61, so half that's a 30? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, extra attack then again. Okay. That is 27 to hit. It just hits. No, yeah, it hits. <laughs> that was good. Whoa. These are the centuries of, of this of this kingdom. Uh, 29, 35. So half of 35. Okay, 35, uh, half is, uh, so 17. Okay. And then that is your turn, yeah? Uh, I'll attack with my axe then. I think you only, I think you could only attack four times. I have bonus, uh, offhand axe. Oh, right, right, right. That's right, because you get action, sir. That's right, okay. Right. Uh, 26. 26 hits. And you want me to take out the Radiant, right? Yeah. Okay. Fighters, man. Get another attack at level uh, 11, I think. Remind me to kill Ori uh, before level 11? <laughs> uh, 26, though, 13. 13? Okay. Split in half, yeah. And that'll be... It's... Yeah, that's it. Okay, yeah, Ori just kind of went barrel on this thing, but it's it's looking a little hurt. Uh, you start to see a little sparks coming out uh, from the gashes, but it, that is uh, its turn. Zane, your turn. Okay, um, I'm going to kind of move around it to the backside. I'm going to pull spear and stab twice. So here we go. 19 to hit Chuck? They hit Chuck? And this yep. is with your, I'm sorry, is this with your spear or with your spear. trident? My trident. Oh, okay. Spear. Uh, yeah, does a 19 hit? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, let me look at my damage things really quick because I haven't used this in a hot second. Roll um, 2d6 plus 5. Uh, 12 points. 6. Well, I guess it'd be three piercing, four necrotic. Okay, so so you take no piercing, um, but you take all. Okay. I'm gonna stab again. Ooh, doubt that one hits. Yeah, that's a mess. Cool. So I got a uh, bonus action to. Take some extra HP. <laughs> Defensive field. Okay. And that's it. So, Thaddeus' turn. Thaddeus, you are currently invisible. What do you want to do? Is Todd asleep? Todd. Todd, it's your turn. <laughs> I know you had a rough day. <laughs> Playing D&D. Yes. Uh, it's your turn. It's your turn. You're invisible. Um, who can I kill? 
Uh, if you would like to attempt to kill the robot, that'd be very helpful. I am going to attempt to kill the robot. Okay. And you're invisible, so it is a uh, it is surprise attack. Um, I'm trying. Hold it. Give me a second. I'm rolling. I'm rolling. I'm rolling. Did it roll? If you're trying to roll and roll 20, it didn't, but there it went. 24 against the Warforged. Yeah, that hits. Uh, you have advantage since you're mm. invisible, I think. No, it's just you add sneak attack. Um... Can somebody roll 3d6 for me? I got you. I have 36 sitting in my tray right now. Uh, or that. That works too. Nine piercing plus uh, 3d6. Uh, sorry, I rolled like shit. It's an extra five. Um, Can somebody with talent roll 3d6 for me? So <laughs> it takes it takes all it takes all the sneak attack damage, but it takes half the piercing. So, four. Okay, so nine total points of damage for that hit. Well, that's... Uh, uh, invisible creatures do get advantage. Oh, do they? Oh, well, I mean, yeah. you try rolling another d20, see if you get a nat 20, and then this damage would double. Thank Somebody you for roll the... for me. I got you. What did you roll initially? One plus nine is a 10, so you rolled a 14. Yeah, uh, I rolled a 13, so no. Still hits. Um, okay. Do I get? Do I get? You get you advantage get, for my for, arm. No. Ouch! You did that to yourself. Yeah, I did. Okay. Um, anything else you want to do? Move around. No, I just want to say, Bingo, you look sexy. <laughs> I do what I can. <laughs> Uh, it, it's also very hard because the dog keeps like knocking my iPad around as I'm trying to like. <laughs> All right, Elka. That well, Thaddeus wants to do anything else. That, Elka, it's your turn. Okie dokie. I'm gonna pull out my rapiers. Go after the little warforged. Heck and get him. Alrighty, I rolled. And a 17 and an 18. Both miss. What? Action Next. surge. <laughs> Double 20s. Uh, 24 and 25. Both of them hit. <laughs> I did write this stat block. If you're going to get mad at anybody, get mad at Wizards of the Coast. They're going to be angry at right now anyways. It's an acceptable. Yeah, I see what you did there. <laughs> hey, I got to take as many jabs as I can at them while I still can. Alright, 10 piercing damage and 7 ice damage. Okay, so 10, uh, 10 piercing damage cut in half is 5. And it's immune to all... This is a magical effect, yeah? From your sword? 
I believe it is. Dice. It's uh I mean I guess probably. it's an enchanted sword with a with a with an ice ability, yeah, it's magic. So it takes I mean it's a it's technically dragon magic. <laughs> it's still magic. Uh actually it's only resistant to ice. So it takes half half the ice damage. How much did you roll? Seven. Seven. So it's half, so it's okay, sorry. Okay, cool. This thing's it's you guys are immediately getting the sense that this thing is meant uh uh meant for meant for protecting the city from from foreign and domestic issues uh zane you know exactly how these things are made so you 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 know it's just like oh fuck <laughs> um do you have anything else you could do on your turn okay there's no chance i could like call up leon and be like yo can you get here? Uh, <laughs> he could, I mean... Can you teleport? You could certainly try. We need air support. <laughs> no, this isn't the... Ca I mean, I can pull out the captain. So I'll pull out two sending stones, one to Leon and one to the captain, and I'll activate them both and be like, we're under attack. We really need help. Uh, we're in Ebrax in the middle of the city, right? Uh, yeah, you're you're in the platinum ring. Please help us. Uh, you'll immediately get a response from Captain Newgate. Uh, uh you're on your own. Sorry, they won't let me in. And then uh, it, you'll like, fifteen seconds later, you'll hear your your sending stone from Leon pop open. Uh, with him saying, "Um, kind of dealing with a dragon right now. I will speak with you later." What about my sending stone to Larry? On oh, what? There, there, I, there's no such thing. Um, I miss Larry. Right. I have some, I have something risky. I could try to my own health. Uh, Vaten, Elka, that's your turn. Vaten, you are still in the building. What do you want to do? I am still in the building. I am still in the room with the mother. How long ago was? Um, like how much time has passed between then and now? About a minute and a half, two minutes. Oh, okay. Um, so my plan's not going to work and get the mom to help. Uh, that's exactly what I was going to try to do, but I was going to try to dispel and revivify her, but that's out of the range of revivify. It is. Yes. Um, <laughs> then I will immediately um well I guess I would still dispel the uh no because I would know that revivify wouldn't work what's the mother doing um for most of the time that you've watched her uh as you as you've like been trying to keep up with what's going on outside also like trying to keep an eye on her She's just been sitting there primarily, just kind of lumped over dead. Um, right out about this time, you hear her make a noise. Um, and uh, you just hear her go. <laughs> and she slowly stands up and she is now currently um 
very looks very undead uh and is want like as as slowly as an old woman zombie could is just slowly walking towards you mindlessly well that sucks it's um, it's having she's having her uh brains moment yeah yep <laughs> that sucks <laughs> Such an understatement. <laughs> <It's> such a... <laughs> that sucks. Okay, well, that that completely throws off my plan, completely in multiple ways. Um, fuck. So I guess I'm just gonna. I'm gonna bolt outside. Um, use my movement. Uh, can I get outside with just my movement or I mean yeah you're you're from where you're at with just your movement you'd be able to get to the door I'd say because the room is okay. like just on the, like it's kind of near the entry okay um then in that case I will take a look at what all is going on and I think my first course of business will be uh whole person on Chuck Okay, uh, Chuck, I'd like you to make a do, 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 wisdom saving throw, please. Rolled an 11 plus, plus 3, so 14. Not going to do it. Uh, DC is 16, so you are... Um... So is that uh is that uh paralyzed so that means you can't move right or does that mean you can't do actions either I don't think you can do anything no. can't do anything you can draw the save again at the end of his turn um okay. incapacitated incapacitated english automatically <laughs> fails strength and dex saving throws Attack rolls have advantage, and any attack, any melee attack, um, is a crit. Okay, let me just—he's paralyzed. Yep. He's, he's not incapacitated. Uh, yeah, paralyzed creature is uh, oh is incapacitated. Got you. See the condition. I can. Yeah. Got you. Okay. Yeah. So uh, what you can do, um, is you can uh, do me a favor and roll another wisdom saving throw. <laughs> On his turn. <laughs> on my turn. Yeah, I don't have a bonus action. Okay. Yeah, so end of my turn. Yeah, I'm going to roll again. And that was not it. What do I need to beat? 16. 16. 16? Yeah, I'm still paralyzed. But at the end of my turn, um, my zombie mom and my spider can jump out of my nose and my spider is going to jump out of my nose at Minotaur guy. Why did I miss? Because <laughs> nobody else seems to be reacting to Spider. Oh, yeah. You 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 stepped away for your phone call when that happened. Yeah. He has a, he's like a tarantula spider, like in his nose. Yeah. Okay. Where my nose used to be, I have yeah, a spider familiar. So he jumps at um, the Minotaur, but only rolls. Looking at the stat block here. Uh, you have advantage because um, Tori is afraid of spiders. 
Oh, I do. All right. Oh, no, that's not true. Yeah, I, mean, I was going to say a roll of nine. But... <laughs> that would have been a cool little thing. I don't know. Diamond and spiders. Or it would not have lasted in the uh, in the prequels. <laughs> yeah. So the, the spider rolls a nine. That's a miss. Uh, yes. Yeah. And then the zombie shambles. It can move twenty feet. Can it reach? It's, it looks like Vaten's the closest. Uh, it's no. Uh, Vaten moved a full thirty feet away from it, so it's it's close to within reach, but it's like right behind Vaten at the door, probably about ten feet behind. So, uh, do you need a zombie token? I know I probably have one to be honest. I just haven't pulled it out. Okay. Uh, I did. Uh, let's see here. Oh, I have a Beholder zombie. I have an Ogre zombie. Uh, but no, I, I have a normal zombie. Can grab that step. You have a Warforged zombie. No, because it would be would terrifying. It would just be a rusty Warforged. Can I get the token to be placed on the map? Roll 20, please and thank you. do not accept this please try again it's please. been it's been it's been slow all night i'm gonna refresh okay well i'll get i'll get that son of a bitch just come on will you okay zombie mob was one of the things i was not expecting i yeah neither was i i i knew i knew this i knew the build but i didn't expect that um Okay, that is uh, that's all uh, Chuck can do on his turn. Unfortunately, uh, the, it's now the Warforge's turn. Um, it's going to uh, bonus action change form, um, and it's going to change its form into multiple target mode. So Zane, you immediately recognize. God damn it, Dad! Why did you make it like this? Um, and, uh, he's turned to like a truck though. That'd be cooler. And it's body, it's wings fold in and they, it's, they've kind of fold into its body. And as it, it kind of gets a little shorter and then it shoots its wings out in every which direction. And there are these floating wings that are individually controlled by the automaton. Very, very, um, um uh very very anime like uh but they just shoot out and they're they're a they're aiming at each individual one of you my dad made gundam aerial holy shit yes he, <laughs> he really did um and yeah good show <laughs> it's going to for its attack it's going to it could target up to six targets Wait, where's the Lara's turn? Oh my god. Oh heck, uh-oh. I only got a 9.14, so I know I'd be low. Oh, oh shit. Oh, uh, you would have been before Chuck. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, I didn't even... Thank you for telling me that. Uh, I was looking around, I was like, wait a minute, something's wrong here. <laughs> okay, before it goes full, uh, full change run. Lara, what do you want to do? Um, I was in the bathroom earlier, and does it take fire damage? Uh... You get you get the sense that it's resistant to resistant or and or immune to all magical 
abilities. Hmm. Hmm. I'm me looking at my all the fucking spells that I have because I'm a druid. <laughs> Do you have a necrotic damage? Hmm. That would be very helpful against Chuck. Yeah, Technically, you need to prepare these spells before battle. Um, you can't just use them all willy-nilly, but... PP Swipe is used at any time you want, and it's 100 DC. Oh my god. Um, I honestly don't think we have any necrotic damage, to be completely honest with you. Beer does. Uh, hmm? my, my trident does. Mm. Eh, for funsies, I guess I'll cast Infestation and cause a cloud of fleas and other parasites to appear on the creature. <laughs> okay, what's the save for that? Must succeed on a constitution saving you get, throw. you get the zombie mom. You get the zombie mom, you can hit. What's it do damage wise? I don't know. Wait, what does it say? Target must succeed if it's cost or saving throw. Or it takes 1d6 poison damage and moves 5 feet in a random direction. <laughs> the zombie mom with it. Borford Charmune. I don't know what the, the constitution saving throw is, though. It doesn't say. It'll be, It'll be your spell, spell. DC. Um, 16, I bet. Because your wisdom's maxed. Yeah. It'd yeah, be 16. So you can be at the same. My spell save DC is 17. Oh, that's right. Her, uh, yeah, no. Uh, she got a little boost because of her adventure. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I'll go for it. Uh, what spell are you using? <laughs> Infestation. Corgan calling me out in chat. <laughs> what level spell is that? I mean, true. It's a cantrip. Oh, it's a cantrip, okay. Mm -hmm. she, she's been gone for ten weeks, leave me alone. <laughs> oh, it does 2d6. Yeah, at the fifth level. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So who are you casting it on? Are you casting it on Chuck? Are you casting it on the Warforged? Or are you casting it on the zombie that is behind Vaten that you can't really see? I guess the Warforged. Mm. Oh. We'll see if it succeeds. Its constitution is quite high, but when I refresh it shut down my character sheets. Uh, con is oh yeah, uh, oh yeah, oh yeah. That's a, that's a, uh, that's a nineteen on the save. Okay. And uh, it's poison damage, right? Mm-hmm. Immune. Yeah. Made of metal. It doesn't do any damage. I'm just gonna go hide. <laughs> Alara hides. She's small enough. I'll allow it. 
there's no point. Um, <laughs> I have nothing to offer. <laughs> but now the Warforge changes its form. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to say, roll stealth check for me, Alara. Why not? Here's my stealth. As a, as a bit of a <laughs> repayment for... Uh... I never roll good. All right, let's see if... 13. Shockingly, it does not see you. Its perception is not that high when it is in battle. Bullshit. But it could target six people. Um, or six targets. And if there is only five, it can attack twice. Um, okay, so it's going gonna, it's gonna to send one to each of you, except for Alara, because she's hidden. Uh, and Thaddeus is also hidden. I forgot about that. Um, so, one, two, three, four. Um, so it's going to send two at Zane because he's the most, uh, he, he's the biggest threat to his master. I'm going to send two at Ori because Ori did the most damage to it. And I'm going to send one to each Vatan and Elka. So these are roll the hits. Six. A 16 does not hit you. That's a miss. Yeah. Four to hit. That uh, just hits. Right. Um, okay. So that one does. You take seven points of radiant damage. Radiant. Oh, okay. Zane. Uh, I, I assume, a, I assume a, a, an 11 doesn't hit you. <laughs> Okay, that's another 24. Okay. That hits. Uh, you take seven points of radiant damage times two, right? Are you... Uh, do you take double damage for radiant or... No. I just... I, sorry, tieflings. Um, okay, yeah, so you just take seven points of radiant damage. Uh, Elka. Uh, that is a uh, 23 to hit. Yeah. Uh, that's only three points of radiant damage. You're good. And Bravat 10. Uh, does a 17 hit? That is my DC. Or AC. You take... Brain. Four points of radiant damage. Uh, but that is its turn. Ori. Back to you, big guy. Oh, and old person drops. Does it? Yep. Oh, yeah. You're right. It's concentrate. Because uh, it's concentration. Or you'll yep. hit the... Uh, or forged with his glaive. Okay. Um, gonna move right here. So it gets advantage. It is a 27 to hit. 27 hits. Uh, 
Uh, 35 damage split in half. 17, okay. It's not looking great for it. Uh, extra attack. Go for it. It is a 24 to hit. 24 hits. Uh, 30 damage, so 15 damage. You watch as the Warforged falls over completely ceasing function. Um, it's it's it just kind of like shut down it's no longer moing it's 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 for all intents and purposes it's HP has said zero so it is dead uh, weapon are they cool it's weapons They're attached to its arms its weapons are attached to its arms well you can just rip them off I mean anyone have a screwdriver uh technically yes I do uh <laughs> as that happens. You'll hear. I have no idea. We're we're gonna we're gonna see how annoying this is. You're gonna hear that type of alarm start to go off from the Warforged. Uh oh. And you're gonna hear the unit. Uh, unit is under attack. All all surrounding Warforged, please respond. Unit is under attack. All We're surrounding Warforge, please respond. Just go stomp on it. Easily enough. The alarm just kind of patters out. Chuck. You just watched uh someone that something that was on your side kind of gets snuffed out um pretty quickly. Uh in the pain that you felt from earlier is there but it's dull um almost as if you you immediately understand that oh this this warforged is what was keeping me from getting cut in half basically um and as those feelings are being had zane you notice a very big Warforge start hovering over, and another big Warforge start hovering over. Zane, make a perception check for me. Well, I'm terrible at these things. Nope. Off the table. Uh, <laughs> nine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's close enough you notice it. Uh, on this Warforge right here, there is a there is a figure standing on top of it. Uh, silhouette is silhouetted in the sun. You see two large horns bending backwards uh, on it. It's masculine features, skin pitch black. And as these two hover up, you hear an, an automated voice. Cease all hostile actions. Cease all hostile actions. And then you'll hear from the person standing on top of the Warforged in the air. Oh, for God's sakes. 
started it, I'm going to point at Chuck. <laughs> and... I mean, I'm, I'm, I'll keep fighting. I'm, I'm good to go. We won't win this one, Ori. And that's where we'll end tonight's session. Um, yeah. Rob and I will message you because I know that you are not available all the time. Um, yeah. Or ever. Uh, so I, I can uh, I will message you uh, about the fate of your buddy. Yeah, we can we can talk. Uh, and we'll go from there. Um, but it's getting late and I have a dog that's been sitting here whining for the last hour to go outside. So um so that's that'll do it uh zane you know exactly who this person is um <laughs> it's my papa <laughs> another father and uh we will you are my dad we, my dad. we will Look pick this up next week um yeah welcome to ebrax yeah uh made it here yeah all right i'll be right back Alrighty, everybody. Wow, look at my look at my hat. <laughs> That's what happens when you wear a beanie with a uh with headphones. But that's where we're gonna do it tonight. Um thank you for hanging out, everyone. Corgan as always, and uh I will uh I will uh check with you guys next week. Uh look for potentially uh there there may be some uh tiktok content being posted soon over on my personal tiktok uh, i did create a time to roll tiktok but it uh um it i just i don't know i've i figured i'd rather be posting on mine that's why i changed my name on tiktok so i'm going to be starting to post some content from the streams and stuff on tiktok so if you want to go check us out there that'd be great that's going to be probably the only other than youtube where uh stuff gets posted so um have a wonderful night. I'll see you guys next week. Uh, again, I mean, I hate to shout it out constantly, but if you want to check out the merch, go for it. Uh, and uh, the link should be down in the uh, description or in the in the uh, panels. I think I changed it. I have to check. But everyone, you need 4XL. Hey, I trying. Uh, I sent a message to... So the people that handle the merch are a third-party vendor. It's basically whenever they have the four the 4XL shirts available, man. Like, some shirts are available. I, I would try the Comfort. If you want to look at the Comfort shirts, I think those are more... Uh, have more sizes. I maybe the premium shirts. I have, I can't remember. There's two types of shirts. One of them has, has more sizes uh, for the shirts. But... Um, Oh no, stop spamming caps. What did you do, Mousy? God, Nightbot, I didn't even I I didn't tell you to content warn me, bro. What the fuck? <laughs> but alright, everyone have a wonderful night and uh I will uh even that being fab but hey I, I trust me, I'm a I'm a three XL enjoyer myself, my friend, so I, I feel that. Uh I'm looking at you in Discord and now see, I would care. Anyways, have a wonderful night, guys. See you guys later.